0: you just wash the hair you know I worked on my hair a long time and you hit it It hits my hair. furnace
1: you want to take the i don't what? know i really don't know all right listen to me. i don't want to say the same story i don't want to
0: say weird shit all right weird shit you know me i go off on tangents but but, but the brooklyn blast furnace is is, is a podcast <laughs> of tangents
1: <laughs> i mentioned the guy in the in, in the podcast uh joe from ltv i mentioned him he's a fucking tunnel maniac he's a historian maniac
0: all right so listen this is what we're gonna do Because we're recording right now for the last 30 seconds. You're an idiot. Of course I am. (laughs) Jimmy the idiot. (laughs) Brooklyn Blaster on his podcast, episode 88. With, this is the third, this is the only guy that has made an appearance... Three times. Three times. Three times. Three the fucking hard way. Words of wisdom. That's this. You see, we just. See? <laughs> see how that. Happens? Unbelievable to Unbelievable. Unbelievable, you see? Unbelievable. How things just meld in, bro. It melts. It all comes together. That's right. So now you were saying that I have like a mint shirt on. Spawn Ranch. Yeah.
1: Well, I, do-
0: I got a story. Dad. Right. Yeah. I'm wearing. It says Spawn Ranch. Creepy Crawl Champions, 1969. And you said, what is that, a mansion shirt? And I said, yeah. And I was like, Creepy Crawl Champions. And you asked, what's Creepy Crawl? Right? Of course. What, what does do that mean? What did they do? I
1: thought the Creepy Crawl was when the girls shaved their heads and they fucking
0: went to court. No. The Creepy Crawl is before the murders. Before, just when they were just a fucking hippie commune, smoking pot and fucking and eating acid. And eating ass that too, Jesus Christ! Hippies, they got like body chiggers and shit. <laughs> chiggers, chiggers. So, so what they would do, like to fuck with people, just like just for like for wreck, they would like break into your house, and they wouldn't like fucking. What they would do, they would probably like eat some of your food, but they wouldn't like rob your shit. But what they would do, they would go in there, and they would, even sometimes, like, people would still, like, be sleeping, and they would be quiet, and all they would do, they would rearrange your furniture and bounce. (laughs) So, like, you'd wake up Yo, that's dope. (laughs) Yo, that's
1: crazy. Didn't they they do that? Didn't Manson do that to the the guy from the record company when he wanted to uh, record with with, uh, the Beach Beach Boys. Boys? Didn't he go into that one of those dudes'
0: houses? Well,
1: and, well, and, the, and the guy came home like, yo, what are you doing in my house? He's like, don't worry about it, brother, I'm here. Yeah, yeah.
0: that, that might have been the actual murder house because... I don't know if it was. 10060 Cielo Drive is where the, 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 the Tate murders happened. So that house was a rental house. So Charlie and a couple of the people have been in that house before when other people were renting it. And then when they went back, that's when Sharon Tate and all the other people were there. Because it was a rental. Wow. You know that Trent Reznor, the singer for the fucking Nine Inch Nails?
1: Recorded in that house. Recorded in that house. Trent Reznor's a fucking genius.
0: But he's also kind of like... He's, yeah. No. Hey, listen, he's like... Nine e- Inch he, Nails? He,
1: uh, in 89, they weren't on top of the game?
0: Not for me. Oh, you're out of your mind. I was listening to fucking Anthrax in 1989. So was
1: I. Not. I had all those records, man. Yeah, Come on. but like... I, I was uh, Head Like a Hole? black as your soul I'd rather die than give you control Yeah, Come that's, that's, on Trent Reznor wasn't on some shit he was Come definitely awesome on some shit man.
0: but it really wasn't like my deal like I don't know like there was certain shit that I I went everywhere with music I listened to everything me from too from me Iron certain, Maiden to Run DMC I like like four Iron everything Maiden too. songs that's about it I think they're overrated too I'm gonna catch shit for that there's like four Iron Maiden songs I could deal with
1: I remember when, when we were kids. Like I remember when we were kids. There was a place called Record Factory at 86th Street. I don't remember that. I remember Zigzags on Avenue U. My buddy got the sign from Zigzags. Oh yeah, he's got it, man. He has. the sign. He has the Zigzag sign, hundred percent. he used to jack records from there. But yo, know, the Record Factory. We were little, and uh, they used to sell fucking like pipes and shit. And we were like, yo, they sell fucking drug paraphernalia. Oh yeah. Like, we, we thought that was crazy, but we used to go in there to check the Iron Maiden artwork because Eddie always looked. That artwork was insane. Yeah
0: he was always dope. That like, shit was dope. Seventh son of a seventh son is a crazy power one. slaves. Yeah, all of them. All see that was a big thing for me growing up, because we're like the same age. Yeah. So like growing up, that was a huge part of the music like experience. You know what I mean? Like I would go to a record store like Sam Goody in King's Plaza or Zigzag. Zigzag was the joint. Zig Zigzag was the joint. So you'd go in there and there wouldn't even be a band that I'd never, I'd never even heard the band because obviously there's no internet or whatever, but there would be some band that would have like a crazy fucking album cover. Uh, Yeah. And it's like the album art I'm like, this shit looks fucking dope. But you so need- I'm going to get this. I had no idea You had no this. idea what, what
1: like- it sounded like, but the art was
0: dope. Right, and it was like, "Oh, uh, if you if you know if you're fans of like Slayer and Metallica and Testament, you'll like this." Yeah. Sometimes it was hot garbage. Yeah yeah. And exactly. sometimes like you'll find like a fucking gem.
1: And you know what's crazy? I remember back in the days when I used to skate, we used to look at the board graphics and be like, "Yo, look at that Santa Cruz Jeff Grosso Look at that fucking ripper." And the ripper was the first board I ever bought in 87 cuz I loved skeletons.
0: Okay, and I was Still like, "Yo, like
1: I was like, Yo, dude, it's skulls ripper all over my house. Hell yeah, I got that Ripper hanging on my wall in my house in my museum.
0: That Ripper in your museum. You seen my museum? You seen part of the museum? I seen the dining room and yeah. all kinds of stuff. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you collect things.
1: I'm a collector.
0: Collector of what?
1: <sighs> collector of a lot of things. History."
0: Collector of current things. All right. So you just said you're a collector of history. Like, what do you got? Like, what kind of? Oh, you have like artifacts? <laughs> I got <laughs> auto- fossils. I got artifacts. Troglodyte fossils. <laughs> <laughs> I got artifacts from the
1: right side of the tracks. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You never heard of artifacts, a rap group? Oh, on the wrong oh, side all of the right, tracks. Yes, Come right, on, we're talking about. Me, of course, we're not. talking about music. How did I you know? You that?
0: slipped me a fucking
1: <laughs> Yes. So yeah, I collect I collect a lot of stuff, man. I, I, I started out collecting stickers when I was a little kid, you know the ones with the googly eyes, the the puffy ones. Yeah. When I was a little buckaroo, and you'd you'd be able to fit in the shopping when Tom, cart. When Tommy
0: Rebel was a little tight. A little tight.
1: When your little <laughs> legs fit through the shopping cart, and your grandmother would push you around because she they dangle because she needed the wagon because she was old and she had to lean. Yes. That's gangster shit. Yeah, gang. So <laughs> I used to go through the I used to go through the through the supermarket with my grandmother. And I used to always try to clip shit when I was a little kid, like, you know, oh, I want that, and pull it into the wagon. Right. And uh, my mother would be like, you got money for that? And, and the grandma would always, like, you know, just push it through, because grandma was an OG. She yeah. Great <laughs> grandma was an OG. So they always had those little, at the end, when you get on the, on the, on the, uh, on the line, there was always like stickers scratch and sniff this was like late 70s early 80s and they had like the hologram ones in the machine for the you put the 75 cents and in you ching, ching and it. you ching
0: ching it so Did I you get it back that, and, 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 it and it was the a piece of cardboard, cardboard. Yes, yeah. yeah that's old school so I kept all of that stuff you kids nowadays don't
1: know that. so I kept all of that right Right. and one day my grandmother's like where are those stickers and I was like oh I got them in a the little shoebox." so she let me put them on the refrigerator okay right I was probably like...
0: Don't you hate actually sticking stickers, though? I, I, I'll tell you that story in a minute. So... Unless you have, like, like let's just say, for instance, like, like Vinnie Paz, last time I saw him, he gave me a stack of Vinny Paz stickers. And you put it on the bagel store? I did put one on the bagel no, store. I saw it. Yeah, so there's a Blast <laughs> Frontier yeah. one on there, too. Uh, and, there's a, and there's a Coney Island sticker from me. Of course <laughs> there is. Of course there is. is. So, like, like, there was, like, a whole stack, and I took, like, five of them... An archive Just to keep On the side Like I will never Stick them nowhere And the rest Go up So check this
1: out I meet this kid Prez today right and he made these Polo Ralph Lauren Teddy bear stickers mm-hmm. So he's like Oh He's like How many do you want I said How, how many are in a set He's like Four I'm like Give me four sets He's like Wow you want four sets I'm like Well that's to start off with Right He's like Alright I'll meet you He's like Oh that's for buying Four sets I'm like, dude, I'm a collector. I need at least... I'm going to start with four, and then I'm meeting him tomorrow. I'm going to give him some. so he's going to give me four more sets. Right. So he's like, what do you do with all these stickers? I said, you have no fucking idea, bro. Right. I, I got, see
0: your fucking Coney Island.
1: I got, a, fucking I got a wall in my basement that's probably 20 feet long and about eight... No, about seven feet high, and it is a complete history from, like, the 80s... To now of all records, I mean Wu Tang when it first came out. I first saw that you posted on your
0: Instagram. So much stuff. Alright, but now question though, what what happens if you move? But
1: listen to my story. Give me a second. You gotta do what are you gonna do? Cut the fuck up. No, 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 out? no, just listen, because I was very intelligent as a young man. I was always <laughs> I was always a collector since I've been little. Alright, so listening. <laughs> I never wanted to stick things so I could never get them off. So what I did was I started off You know you have that room, the door, the door in your room I was a graffiti writer so I would take tags on the back of the door right. Test out your new markers, stink the whole house out and get screamed at right. And on the front of my door was all club flyers Because we used to go to clubs crazy when I was little mm-hmm. And we used to go to all the hip hop shows right. like, It was all like Black Sheep when they first came out Like DOS Effects when they first came out so in going to those those shows, there was always some dudes handing out stickers. Sure. So I took 30. Like, not two, 30. And everywhere I went, if, the, if there was a Nike event, I took the whole fucking thing. And then I, so I just started trading with people, so my collection is in, is immense. Ill Bill got a sick collection. We always trade stickers. You gave
0: me a bunch of Ill Bill stickers.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I did. And some pads joints, too, if I'm not mistaken. I think I gave you some of those. I
0: think you yeah. The you, know, sure, I gave you you. Gave, you gave me a fucking heavy metal king's oath of the goat stick. Oath of the goat, yes. Yeah, that I still have. I, I won't stick that no. And way.
1: you know what's funny with that? I had a long conversation with Bill about stickers. And he and how important stickers are. They're so they vital. They are. They're everybody so likes a sticker, bro. You go you to hear somebody
0: a sticker is something. Childish or something that comes out. Everybody will be like, "Oh, cool!" and they'll keep that sticker. You hand them a flyer; it's on the floor. Something about a sticker. Everybody likes a sticker.
1: (laughs) So check it out. So when I was little, my grandmother used to always get me the, the ones with the googly eyes. Yeah. So when she told me I could put them on the refrigerator, that was like like a big thing for me. Yeah So I had to lay them all out And I had to figure which one went next to which one Uh huh And then it I be- get that And then it became like uh, The whole refrigerator was like a shrine to stickers Okay And
0: it was like magnets and cool Brooklyn things So that's My really My whole refrigerator right now is all and it's, And it's Meticulously put, and there's a specific order to it. Of course. And it's all just horror magnets, all the same size. That's ama- yeah, well, amazing. They're all the same amazing. size and they're the same shape, and they take up the whole thing. Good. And every time I go to a horror convention, I have to take a picture of the refrigerator so that you I don't see, get what, duplicates. We, yeah, I need new ones and both. OCD. Yeah, I'm OCD, OCD like that. Yeah, I have like all those fucking Funko Pops. Okay, you sure, those, sure. You know, like the three and a yeah, half years yeah. with the big heads. I have like eighty of them. You're collected too, I guess. And by default, and my girl does too. Like she's like, oh shit! Like she gets all her Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. ones. But I have like everything from like Breaking Bad ones to fuck yeah. To that was the greatest show. ever. masses of the Universe. I have like Skeletor and Mossman and all yeah. this shit. And I have them on. Like because if you just line them, people people keep them in the box. I don't keep them in the box. The only thing I kept in the box is my my set of the four universal monsters. It's like... It's... Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Wolfman. And they're all gray. They look like black and white. I have those in the box. But all the other ones... And when you display them... You know, after a while, like you won't be able to see them because they're all the same size. Yeah. So what I do, y- you, you go to steps. You go to Bed Bath and Beyond and you get spice rack steps. I just said steps. And I said and that. And they were white, so you get them, and then you then you get crafty. You and spray you paint the, them. You get the black paint. Yeah, my come girl, on. It's my girl's job. Come she on. Takes, she takes a paintbrush with dark red paint and she splat. splat. it like, like It's blood, bro. Come I have to, on. Who are you talking to, brother? bro my come shit. on, bro. And like every once, like once. Once a week, once every ten days, I have to take them all down. I dust off my shelves. I put them all back evenly. And bro, Huge. when it comes to certain shit like that, you're a, a
1: Hector the Collector too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Some so, some
1: some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So she. So it started with the stickers, right? I had the refrigerator going, and then you know, growing up, you go to all the shows and you take all the stickers. My boys worked in Disco Rama. Any time a record came in, the stickers went to the side. Right, and we would geo off. We would steal records. We would have stickers, and then skating all the skateboard bike stickers. Yeah, this is way before eBay or any of that shit. Oh, uh, sure. We just, we just. I was always a co- acquirer. Yeah. Anywhere I went, I acquired something. Yeah. So I would, I would put it in shoe boxes, and the shoe box turned into a bin. The bin turned into another bigger box. Uh huh. And then when I moved into my grandmother's house when she died in '96, I had this fucking. Huge thing of stickers I'm like What am I going to do with this So I moved into the basement I had the whole basement To myself That's where Brooklyn Basement Started Okay So I said You know what I got rolls of white paper Is that where what Biggie was quoting Your daughter's tied no, up In the Brooklyn was, basement There was girls tied <laughs> up and I don't know Whose daughter it was So So I put paper On the walls Right And then I stuck The stickers to the paper Jimmy There's probably Five thousand stickers all like collaged right and another one who who had a lot of stickers was Danny Boy because when I had his black book from caves he had all crazy stickers yeah so I had all the house of pain stickers all fucked pervert animal farm
0: yeah
1: I was always a hoarder I had millions of them so you'd meet someone oh I got a Jeff Grosso uh, sticker or a Schmidt stick sticker I'll give you a Tony Hawk and this and it was just always about trading yeah trading to get more stuff so when I the, the funniest thing was I had to lay out tables And I would do hip-hop, and I would... I need a triangle for here. And Jimmy, hours Uh, went into this.
0: When you come over next time on the show you. I need a triangle for here, but... Oh, that really I don't want to.
1: I don't want to obscure too much of the dead prez sticker. <laughs> yeah. I gotta put the, the the Hebrew National nonfiction here. Like, <laughs> yeah, I need okay. I need the Nas Ilmatic and the Mob Deep Claw. Like, yeah, I, 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 you know what I'm saying.
0: I'm, I, I completely understand.
1: And you know, what's funny <laughs> when I re, when I redid the the top part of my house. My boys like, yo, you got rid of all the. I, I said I didn't get rid of anything. Right. Everything's stored. Man. He's like, but it all looks new. I'm like, shut up. The basement's got everything in there. Yeah. So he goes down. He's taking pictures of the wall. I'm like, bro, the lighting's not good here. Let me let me get the lighting so you can get a good picture. Yeah. He's like, bro, you know you can't get rid of this.
0: No, why would you? You can't, you can't get
1: rid of this. But I'm saying to myself, like, why would I get rid of this? Right. It's part of my history, part of my childhood. Yeah, like in my in my living room, it's it's my childhood. I put like all my original skate decks.
0: Yeah, I got
1: a polo silk scarf. I got all Rustolium signs.
0: Yeah,
1: that's my, and then the, and then the dining room's all Coney Island. Yeah, and the kitchen's all hinges. Right, it's all stuff that means something to me. Like I don't go to IKEA. And buy this because it looks cool and it matches the table. I don't give a fuck about that. Right. Like, when you come into my house, I can tell you the history of every single piece in there. Right. Why it's there, where I got it, and, and the legend behind it. Yeah. And I was just I was just invited to a, a guy that I know's house. We talked via email for, like, three years. I'm a Coney Island collector, so I see this guy on eBay. Why Coney Island, though? You're Coney, a Bay Ridge guy. Dude, amusement parks. Gotcha. Fun. All right. Lawlessness. Yeah, like I love
0: Coney Island. Yeah. Now, no, I, so do I. I right? mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's an awesome thing. But I was just wondering. Why Coney Island since you were a Bay Ridge? Because, because... I mean, I, it's the next neighborhood over, but I'm just saying...
1: My, my family took me there when I was a kid. My mother right. used to go every Saturday. My grandmother to have picnics on the beach in Steeplechase. Right. So I heard all those stories growing up. Sure. And Steeplechase closed in 64. Right. I was born in 75. I, I could never experience oh, that. Oh, so we're the same age. When they took me down to Coney Island, the first time we went on the Cyclone, uh-huh. we parked right in front of the Cyclone. The Cyclone's 90 seconds, right? Right. We parked the car We got on the roller coaster And by the time We got back to the car They ripped the fucking Benzie box out Oh shit That's how Hall called Coney Island yeah, used to oh, be Oh yeah You know oh, what I'm saying was fucking so shit So that's job. my first Introduction to Coney Island Yeah Was pickpockets Thugs fucking robbery Murder prostitution and fucking wild times
0: You know what's bugged out You know what's bugged out Is that Every summer I'm in Coney Island Right I go there with my daughter I go there with my girl We go there We have a good time We go eat We go to the beach We can do this We go there We go to fucking Luna Park And all that sure. shit Sure And I have no problem Bringing like my daughter there I feel safe It's yeah, fine of course But bro 20 years ago I was there
1: all the time 20 years bananas ago Bananas though You think 20 years ago Is 98
0: Alright tw- Yeah that's fucking right It's 98 30 years ago I was there 30 years ago. I know, ago, but too. just how the neighborhood has changed. Like You see like, all those old classic pictures of, what was it, like 4th of July or whatever sure. weekend from like 19 fucking... From the parachute jump, you see the whole beach flooded. It's, it's just fucking... Or as
1: they would say, peppered with people.
0: Uh, yeah, peppered <laughs> with people. It, it looks like a fucking... It, it's just... Yeah. It, it, you can't even see sand. It's ins- yeah, it's insane. And then it got really fucking bad.
1: Yeah, it got fucking it got really bad. Really bad. Well, fire tore that island apart multiple times. They lost Dreamland had a fire, this one had a fire. They did the 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 homicides gang burned down the Tornado roller coaster in 77 like once the gangs came in, it got crazy, but there's still that l- allure. To oh, it, sure, you know, absolutely. Like I remember walking from the street under the boardwalk, and there was like mad scales under the boardwalk. You can get under the boardwalk. They no were shoot. Yeah, you guys can get you under the boardwalk, definitely.
0: Hey, Tommy has so, a secret passageway. Where- so there
1: was dudes like banging dope, of course. And my mother would like shuffle me through. My dude, my uncle took me there when I was a kid on the my on the Wonder Wheel for the first time. I'm like, I want to go on this this the regular car. He, I don't even know. He puts me on the swinging car, right? Of course. I'm I'm probably like eight. The, the shit starts to take off. I'm screaming. He looks at me. He goes, you done yet? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. He yeah. goes, what are you fucking scared of? Yeah. I, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll give you another one. <laughs> <laughs> we used to skate with my boy Pete on Galston, where we used to live. And there was this hot fucking girl. She was older than us. We were like... Twelve and she was like 20. Right. Right? I forget her name. I'll, it'll come to me. She was fucking hot. And her oh, boyfriend God. was like kind of like a jerk. <laughs> so I remember like, she's like, oh, you guys want to go to Coney Island? I'm like, fuck yeah. Right. She takes us in her car. She had a dope car. Right? And I'm like, damn, we go to Coney Island. The first time I go on the Cyclone after like, you know, after a while, fucking I bang my head. I split my lip open and she was oh, like, shit. she had these fucking tits. This girl was Fire, bro! We were little. <laughs> we were pre-pubescent little kids. Like,
0: yeah, oh, not yeah. Like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. This Dude, it's
1: such bad. with Coney Island was so many good times. So many good times. Yeah, you know. So that's why I collect that stuff because it brings you back to those times. Yeah. Like perfect example. Me and my mother used to always go to, classic
0: shit like the imagery of the steeplechase face and yeah. all that, bro. Speaking of the Steeple, I did I did an episode a couple episodes back with with. Um, David Ho- David Howard Thornton, who has played Art the Clown. Yes. yes. Terrified. Did you see that movie? No, you told me about that. Right, you gotta watch it. Anyway, I'm in a place called. Wait, where was it that I fucking was it Gossip Coffee in Astoria? No, no, no. Yeah, well, I did that podcast and then me and my girl, we went to the Jackson Hole Diner. <laughs> and I right before I asked we're leaving, I go in the bathroom to take a leak, I go out to wash my hands at all the soap dispenser steeplechase Chase Face right I'm yeah. like fucking Tommy was here. I see his shit fucking everywhere, bro.
1: That's how you gotta do it. You uh, gotta be well, everywhere. The other day, what was it? Only in the finest of establishments. You won't see that sticker in McDonald's. You're right, because perfect
0: second. Because <laughs> yesterday <laughs> I'm in John's Deli on Stillwell with my daughter, and I'm sitting in the little the little glass enclosed yeah, and, and yeah, look, there it is. And my daughter's right there, and I look, I'm like, I'm like, Alexa, you remember the guy that we <laughs> saw on the train the other day? remember I saw you on the yeah, train? Yeah, yeah. She was like, Yeah, I was like that guy put that sticker there. She was, she was like, oh, she can't watch she, She's, she's like, young. Yeah, she's like, oh, cool. She's like, she went back yeah, to yeah. eating a sandwich. I'm like, this kid's fucking everything. Wait, she didn't go
1: back to going on the iPhone? She went back to eating a sandwich? She probably did.
0: <laughs> yeah. Technological slavery. Oh, it's true. You look at all these fucking troglodytes walking around. Bro, I think our evolution's gonna take hold and everyone's neck is gonna get longer and our thumbs are gonna get longer. And We're all they're... gonna have cancer growing out of our chest. And the other fingers are gonna get shorter because they're gonna become less useful and our thumbs are gonna get longer. And we're gonna I don't wanna have long go down I, I, I don't that don't are go.
1: Hooked. I don't wanna go down that road. Uh, no? I don't wanna go down that From road. From
0: troglodytes to these fucking, to whatever Christ. drones we're gonna turn into? Jesus
1: Christ. Yeah, it's brutal. It, it No, it really is. So back That's to the Coney Island thing. Yeah, we, 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 can, we can dive in. We, and, yeah. the, and the collecting. <laughs> so I'm talking to this guy, right? Right. I'm, I'm on eBay because I'm a fucking fiend, right? right? So I see this guy's name is George C. Tilly on eBay. I'm like, yo, who's got the balls to say that George C. Tilly? That's the founder of Steeplechase Park, 1897, right. right? So I email this guy, and I go into character because I'm a character.
0: <laughs> and you're probably like, yo, who the fuck? No, no, gonna... no, 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 <laughs> no. Even,
1: even better. I said, Mr. you I said, its it's been quite some time since your presence has been seen in Steeplechase Park. I hope Greenwood has kept you in an internment for this long. Is he in Greenwood? He's in Greenwood.
0: Do you know where in Greenwood? Yeah, of course I do. Of course. Of, course. of course I do. There's a lot of people in Greenwood.
1: So I say, I hope the sun's shining upon you because you've made so many people smile. I go into this whole email over eBay. You know it's an absolute pleasure. To have you grace our presence once again, yet on eBay selling such tickets from your park,
0: complete with the bottom. What year did he
1: die? Oh, God. I don't even... You're going to need to kill me. I don't remember. But they did... A long time uh, ago, They did two anniversary tickets for his death in celebration. Okay. So anyway, so I go back and forth with this guy over eBay, and we're both in character. Right. Oh boy. And he's,
0: so he's he's writing you back like he's fucking. He's judging. writing
1: me back as if he's George C. you and it's like 1900. <laughs>
0: oh Jesus, this guy's a. But I the
1: crazy, out. but the craziest thing is, is I'm friends with this other guy who's the world's biggest coney on collector. Right. So th- th- this guy George C. you, I find out who he is, but I never say that I know who he is. Okay. So I'm talking to my one friend. And I'm like, yo, I'm back and forth with this guy. He's like, ask him this question. Tell him this. So he's coaching me on what to say. And I already know a lot of history. Right. So I'm interjecting with things. And this goes on for three years. Oh, shit. Back and forth. I ask him. You guys are all in. I ask him. <laughs> listen, no, no, no I'm, I'm out of my mind. Yeah, it's happening. I mind. ask him about, <laughs> it, about, about the anniversary ticket of George C. Tilley's death. Right? Right. I said, I've never seen it. Do you have it? He's like, Of course I have a ticket to my own demise, young man.
0: Oh Jesus Christ. So I say I say, Can you
1: send me a picture of this possibly? He goes, Give me your address. I don't really respond well to modern technology. Oh boy. So I give him my address. He sends me a letter on Steeplechase letterhead from the park. Official letterhead. And it's typed
0: on a typewriter.
1: Right? Bro, this guy's heavy. Right? Yeah. No, this is this is the... No, you have no idea. I'm cruel. getting to this. All right, I'm all in. So he sends me a scan of the front and the back of the ticket. And he writes, this is for your eyes only. Do not share this. Okay. He sends it to me at low res, so I can't read the inscription. Right. Right? I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> right? So I send him one back. I have steeplechase letterhead. Oh. So I send him... The same letter head back to let him know that I'm right there with you. Brother, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I send him stuff back, right? And I send him some of the some of the, the steeplechase stickers, and he's like, you know, M- many thanks for your wonderful imagery of the face that was created in the likeness of my brother. Uh-huh. So he goes into the so three years. So we go into and I'm like, when are you going to come visit your park? I would love to to meet you, sir. Uh-huh. So. We're trying to figure out a way for him to come down. Where does this guy live? He's in, he's in uh, Great Neck, New York, like Long Island. Okay. Oh, Right? Okay. Not far. So the whole time, I know, I know who this guy is, but he has no idea who I am. Right. So in lo- it'll make a long story even longer.
0: That's all right. It's
1: <laughs> good. I finally get the invite to his house, like a week ago. A week ago. Really? Right. So I made these jackets with the Steeplechase face on it, and I made them just for a few collectors. It's a very rare piece; like it was hand sewn. So I said I sent him pictures of it, but I'm like, you know what? I got to wear this to this guy's house. I got to come in full attire to this man because I know what he has in his house, right. or so I think I know what he has. Right, right. So I roll up to the door. I have my my Steeplechase hat. I got my jacket, but it's under a parker because it's four degrees. Right. I walk up to the door. I knock on the door. He answers the door in his steeplechase. Area, <laughs> oh, my and God. And I have my hat on. So his wife is there. So I, I, I roll up. I say, George, a pleasure to meet you, sir. After 158, you haven't aged a bit, my brother. So she's like, oh, is that Tommy? I said, Mary. <laughs> Mary, I heard you were on top of this roller coaster stuck at an electrical outage while your husband George is playing with Skip Dundee poker. Uh-huh. And throwing his money away while you were in peril at the top of the <laughs> of the Ferris wheel, uh-huh. she's in stitches. She's crying. She's laughing so hard. I she's like, "Come in, come in." You're all like a bunch right? of kids. So I, I go in. I go into the house, right? And I mean, Jimmy, it's like my house. There's things everywhere, of course, right? I'm like, oh, and it's like, but but it's like sensory overload. Yeah. So she's like, "Let me take your jacket." I said, "Oh, yeah, yeah." yeah. So I showed I showed George these two hats, all right? That I made. Right? Uh-huh. I offered to give him one just because I know he's a heavy collector, uh-huh. just on the strength of him being a collector. And he graciously denied my request over email because really? he didn't know me. Right, right? Yeah. So I show him the two hats. And the, the one I just made with the older face from 1903 right. is, the, is the green hat I handed to him. And he's like, wow, these are really nice. He says, and he says to me, you know, a lot of people might not recognize this older face because it's over 100 years old. Right. So I take my jacket off and I show him the back of my jacket. I said, but everybody remembers this face. Right. And his wife was like, oh, my God, look at that fucking jacket. Uh-huh. They're all, like, bewildered. Yeah. So I unzip it and I just hand it to his wife. Oh, my God, Howie, you need. I said, Howie. This is Joyce, he tell you. Uh. So he's like, Mary, what's your other name? Uh. So we start, and the, the daughter's there, and, and then she's like, I feel like you're part of a family, like your charisma, uh-huh. like the way you carry yourself. I said, it's the collector gene. Yeah. We have such an appreciation yeah. that we're like magnets. <laughs> we stick. <laughs> as soon as someone comes into the room, the whole room lights up. All right. So we start to talk. And he show he walks me into his, his I would say it's a fucking museum, dude. Right. He walks me in, and there's a mill Zita M L L E Zita, okay. automata machine fortune teller made in 1896, in mint condition. Really?
0: Dem- like the Zoltan- Was it? The- it's like
1: Zoltar, but a hundred and something years ago. Right. It's in the corner. He puts a penny in this machine,
0: and it fucking works.
1: Woo, the automata starts to move, oh, shit. goes over and grabs the fortune, rubs the, rubs the ball or whatever, really? and drops the fortune. The little fortune shoots out. Yeah. He looks at me, he hands me the fortune, he says, this is your fortune. It's over a hundred years old. Put it in your pocket, that's your souvenir. Oh,
0: shit.
1: Just like that. And I was like, wow.
0: Where is this? Where is your fortune?
1: I forget. I saved it. It's next to my Steeplechase doll. Okay. So we go into. We look in his house. I figured that shit would be framed up. No, somewhere. we. Oh, it's gonna get. Oh no, I have a plan for it. Uh, I'll show sure you. Do. You know me, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he takes me around this house. Right now, I've been to. I've been to a lot of collectors' houses and seen a lot of collections in my young age. All right. He, this guy had immeasurable amounts of of high quality, beautiful items from a hundred years ago in pristine. Dean condition right. so you go into his dining room and he has a bumper car with the lights going yeah. in the dining room with a doll with the steeplechase sticker hanging on her shirt as okay. if she was in steeplechase so I'm, I'm, tell, I'm telling the wife I said this is this is amazing to see this Yeah. so I said but you don't have any furniture right?
0: yeah she says to me <laughs>
1: she's, she says to me Would you rather have a bumper car or some ratty fucking dining room table? (laughs) I said, a fucking bumper car, of course. Yeah, of course. And then there's another bumper car. And then there's a Nickelodeon that plays by itself, Nickelodeon piano. And then there's like a a gum collection from turn of the century. And I'm just like, it was an absolute, it was an absolute museum. Then he takes me into the garage and he's got a 1950s Cadillac. I mean, uh, he's got a taxi cab yeah. and an SS, brand new. Like, I'm like, this guy is really a collector. Yeah, this guy's all in. He's all in, 100%. Yeah. I mean, the, so, but the thing is, with, with collecting, the presentation was flawless. <laughs> now, when you go into my house, I don't have shit. Well, I do have stuff, like, just tucked in corners. Yeah. But you know me, everything's on display.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm working on a piece, you know, to get the rest of the stuff up, but it's a work in progress.
0: And it's also that's that's the fun part about it. Yeah, you enjoy doing these things. Like
1: like you. when I when I had when I had the wall in the basement with the stickers, I said to myself, "How am I going to do this?" Right. So I put the paper up, and methodically I put each one up, and I mean it's a, it's a crazy piece. So. To see people's collections... you put paper on the wall and then you put all the stickers on the paper? Put paper on the wall, put stickers on the paper. So I could just take the whole thing down and roll it up if I ever had to move. Right. I have no plans on moving, but in case I ever had to... Of course. Because like you said, I gave you the oath to go. You didn't want to stick it up. You didn't want to lose it. You don't have another one. Right.
0: I'm not sticking that See,
1: now with collecting, when I met the first heavy Coney Island collector, I bought a pinball machine off a guy on eBay who was getting out of Coney Island. He was getting up there in age and he was selling off his collection. Yeah. He says, Tommy, you're getting me at the end of my the end of my collection. I sold mostly everything. I said, well, what'd you have? and I just started to cry. Yeah. So I said to him, Have you ever met a guy named Paul? He's like, Yeah, I think we sold him something. I said, I've been hearing his name in collecting circles for over twenty years. Yeah. I've never met I heard this guy's the big coon, the big guy, the big collector I said, listen, here's my number and here's my email address. Give him my number. Tell him I'd like to speak with him. Right. Right? One day I'm at work and the phone rings with a Florida number. Okay. Right? And I'm like, oh, uh, hello? And I hear, hey, I I heard you wanted to talk about Coney Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we start to go off on this conversation, right? Immediately, off off the gate, we're going heavy in the conversation. Ten minutes in, I'm like, "Well, buddy, what's your name?
0: Yeah, it's
1: Paul. He's like Paul. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, it's so nice to informally meet you. I've heard your name for so long. Yeah. So I heard he had the wildest collection of Coney Allen stuff and right? I'll get to that. So I'm talking to him. Now mind you, when I speak to him, I have to make sure that nobody's home, the t- yeah. the TV's off, yeah. and I have enough time to speak. Because the first couple of the first couple of phone calls. Before four and a half hours, Jesus, right? Christ. I've never met a man that I've never met anybody, I should say, with any collection that speaks to you.
0: Yeah, right. I don't know if there's any particular situation where I could be on the phone with anybody for more than like a Jimmy, half hour, besides Jimmy, maybe like Jimmy, my girl or my daughter. You
1: ask anybody, I'm on the phone too. you yeah. I'm yeah, never yeah. on the phone. Yeah, when he speaks to you. About Coney Island you could smell the fucking t- the taffy yeah. you can hear the roller coaster yeah it's I've never met a man that could do that so anyway we speak and it, we've, we've spoken for years so I said how does one get admission to your museum he says, Tommy you work for transit he goes when I was a boy I remember there was an advertisement with the steeplechase face with the tongue sticking out and uh you know if you can find me that poster I don't have it I'll let you into my museum. So I'm saying to myself, that's from the 1950s. Who can I contact? Now, I know a lot of guys that collect transit authority stuff. I know a lot of big guys that have major collections. I called every one of them. I called all my guys in the sign shop. I called all these guys. No one even knew what I was talking about. So I said, I can't find this poster. I talked to people. So he says, well, you got to get me something.
0: That he doesn't have For
1: my collection That I don't have Now this is, a, is
0: fucking like Almost everything. Now this is a guy That's
1: been collecting For 50 plus years I say to myself What the hell Can I bring to the uh. table What could I bring To the table Bring him a fucking Sandwich baggie With no, Corey sand No no Listen that this guy That this guy Georgie, you to you You should sell sand On a beach of tourists of course As a joke, know, of course. so I said, "What can I bring?" So now, I'm, you know me. I make, I make stickers. Well, I make w- shirts. Real quick,
0: you, you go. You go to the. They have guided tours for the for Camp Crystal Lake from the first Friday thirteenth. They sell. They sell fucking little jugs of fucking lake water to tourists, and it's called Angry Mother's Water, and people buy it That's, it's from the yeah, lake. of course. <laughs> it's genius, but go
1: ahead. That, George, you started that in the 1800s. <laughs> go
0: ahead.
1: <laughs> so anyway, so I say to myself, what could I br- bring this guy? Now, mind you, I've made steeplechase pins. I've made shirts. I've made jackets. I've made hats. So I made these little these little enamel pins of the face, right. and I have these stickers. So he tells me one day, I'm coming down to Coney Island, I said, "All right, I I'll meet you. I meet you by I meet you by the Wonder Wheel." So I said, "Look, I call him up. There's, there's a spot right over here. I'll hold it for you." He says, "No, I got to park by the I got to park by the parachute jump." So I meet up with him, right? And I know it's him because I could feel it when he comes up, because he's got the steeplechase on his neck on a, on a, on, a, on a chain. Okay. I'm like, "You're Paul." He said, "You're Tommy." Uh. Right. I said, I got something for your collection. Right? I reach into my jacket. I hand him like three or four pins and a whole bunch of stickers. And I say, a real collector never has one of anything. Right. And I give his wife three and a bunch of stickers. I said, you don't have that in your collection. Right. Right? Yeah. And he laughed. And he's <laughs> like, wow, all right. <laughs> so I said, well, why did you park all the way down over there? I could have saved you a spot over here. Right. He says, because that's where I used to park when we used to go to Steeplechase Pool. Uh, I parked there for memory. There
0: you go. Know.
1: That's a man. Yeah. That I respect. Yeah, I get it. Right? I get that, sure. So when I go to this, this, this guy, George C. Tilley's house, I bring him a pin. Now, mind you, I made those pins like a year and change ago. I, had, I have two left. So I said, I I, I can't go empty-handed. So I go there with Villa Bata cookies, you know what I'm saying? Never go empty-handed. So in talking, I said, oh, I forgot. And I hand him the pin. And he's like, wow, really, thank you so much. He's got this ticket, this ticket thing in his house with all these turn-of-the-century tickets. Jimmy, it's probably a million dollars in tickets. Really? Right? He's got one ticket on eBay right now. He wants 3000 for it. Really? One ticket. He's got hundreds of these fucking type of tickets. What is it? A ticket for what? For Steeplechase Park. To get in. For those rides. For certain yeah. rides. Gotcha. And now, mind you, Steeplechase closed in 64. Right. A lot of these rides only went up to 10, to 30. Yeah. And he's got every... If, if the Ziz had six characters as a ticket, he's got all six. And then he's got... Doubles and triples of this one. Wow. Right? So I give him the pin. Now I gotta go into eBay just to look out of curiosity. So he gives me I give him the pin and he's like, I'm gonna find a place for this in my permanent collection. There you go. So I get up, we walk over to the ticket thing, and he stands there and he looks at each he looks at each shelf. And each shelf is meticulously put together. He looks at the shelf, he looks at the tickets, he's looking and he takes the pin and he just places it right next to this other like little pin. Right. And I say to him, "Now he's with all his friends and family."
0: Oh my God! Right? And you guys are fucking right? shot. And, and he <laughs> fucking <it>, and he
1: <laughs> smiled. He just smiled.
0: <laughs> <clears throat>
1: but when you get to when you get to the point of collecting, right? I've collected a lot of things in my day like from sneakers to hats to clothes like it, it, it yeah. gets out of control I've
0: had a bunch of different kinds of collections that I've had I've sold shit like I, for a little while I was collecting records and shit like
1: oh I got a lot of guys that collect records different color oh
0: yeah me too like different color vinyls this that and everything and I would like get to a bind years ago and I would just sell it or whatever yeah see that I, I could never do that I was, like, even like as a kid like like I kicked myself in the ass for like so certain shit I didn't sell. Certain shit I don't even know what happened to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just as, as a kid, like, like back in the day, all like my fucking GI Joes and all that shit. I know? have all that stuff. Return of the Jedi, I have all kept all of it. Bro, if I, I, I would bro, everything. you go on X-wing fighters, everything. Dude, I, I was a huge like fucking masters of the Universe fucking nerd and shit. As a kid, I would come home from school and I would watch the Thundercats and He Man all the time back to back. Like, I had, like, Castle Skull and all that shit, but recently I saw, I just came up on my feed on Facebook or somewhere, there was, Fake. like, who the fuck has, like, the wherewithal and the forward thinking to think of it? There was, it was, like, grade, it, it was, like, graded by, like, a national, whatever, whoever grades shit. They have appraisers for that. Right. Yeah. Well, man. it was a Castle skull still sealed in the box and even the box Was mint Was like No, just no corner eats like, Right and, yeah. it was, and it was In like a Plexiglass Fucking Yeah of course Case Of course And it was Marked for sale For 30 grand I don't know about that But, the now, way it, 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 but They, they, they said that It's like One of One of like Three that are Known in this Condition on the Planet Think about this What year was Castle Grayskull
1: 82 82 1982 Correct
0: this guy I'm talking No fucking 2082 Tom. This
1: guy I'm talking about has stuff from eighteen eighty two mm-hmm. He's got John McCain's walking stick shit like that yeah. That's a hundred years old What is that worth? There is no price on something like that I was
0: gonna say there is no price for
1: that. He's got declarations done in watercolor when Steeplechase burned down in 1907, the workers that worked for George C. Tillieu had, a, had a, a watercolor document written up wishing the well-being of the Tillieu family and could he please rebuild because they love to work for him? My buddy has that framed in his living room. That's bananas. There's no price on that. No, there isn't. That's when you take collecting to an absolute level that nobody can attain. Smithsonian... Institutions like that can't even come close to what my body has. Right. That's a collector. That's a real collector. Yeah. The passion is so deep it's 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 in it's it embedded in you. Yeah, man. It becomes a fabric of your being, Tommy. Like when you <laughs> when you come like Jimmy, when you come into my house uh-huh. and you see the things I have and I tell you all about it, like mm-hmm. it's the same level. I don't have shit from the eighteen hundreds, you know, but I have things that mean the same passion to me. Yeah. Well, I get it. Yeah, that's what that's what it's about. It's not about how much it costs or how much you paid for it. No, that's true. My thing is, it's got to have sentimental value. Yeah. And like you were saying with the Coney Island stuff, you see, I have the, the the signs up top, the yellow ones. Yeah. Those came from Denny's restaurant, uh, Denny's ice cream parlor. Okay. Me and my mother used to go there right before. Easter every year To get banana ice cream That was our thing We always did it right. right So I became friendly with Denny Right So Hurricane Sandy came And I broke my ankle And I was like I hope fucking You know Denny's is, is alright
0: Yeah Cause
1: I took everybody there for ice cream Denny's gets fucking obliterated Of course Right I'm like oh, got obliterated I'm like oh shit And I always said, what about those fucking signs? Oh, those signs are there. So I went to the museum, and I'm friends with all the people in the museum. And I remember, like, they tried to open it back up, and they kind of had it. And I'm like, where are those original signs from the front facade of Vanny's?" And they told me, oh, they got ruined in the... the," I'm like, no, they didn't, because they were plexiglass. They didn't rot out. They're not wood. Where are these signs? So for years, come on, I... I need these signs, man They mean something to me Yeah Denny's closed down You gotta give me these signs So I paint a bunch of the Steeplechase faces I did five of them In five different colors Right And I brought them down there I said, look Would you want to sell these In the gift shop? He's like, no, I want them I want them for myself I want to turn them into tables I said, well, where are those Where are those Where are those signs? Those Denny signs He's like, I really don't think We have them he takes me into the back, where the back of the museum, where they have like cool shit that I want to take home. We're, we're we're walking through, and at the top, at the top of the shelf, I see a little tiny piece of yellow plexiglass. I was like, motherfucker, they're right there. They're, oh, those sh- are the shit. I said, those are the signs. They're right there. He goes up on a ladder. He goes, yo, these are the signs. I said, I told you these are the signs. I know that they're here. I know you didn't get rid of them. So he gives me three of them, right? Right. And I was like, so they're in my, they're in my dining room. Now, every time I look at that sign, I have a memory of my mother and me going down to get ice cream.
0: You can't put a price on that. You, that's for me. That's right. for me. Absolutely. Right? I, com- I completely get that.
1: And I'll give you another one. The first time I went down to Coney Island Cyclone, my buddy Sal used to run that ride, right? Right. And I would always tell him, Sal, I want to paint the roller coaster. Tommy. So one day he calls me. He's like, Tommy, they want to talk to you. Right? I said, talk to me about you. Ah, oh, you want to paint the ride? You're, all he said to you Does is... he talk don't. like that? He, he talks... He, <laughs> has a funnier, he has a funnier voice. <laughs> I'm only fucking... Right? So he's like, all he said to me was, Tommy, come down here. They want to talk to you. And all he said was, don't fuck this up. That's all he said. All right. So... so
0: don't you, fuck it
1: up. You know me, I'm, I'm super emotional, right? Yeah, <laughs> you think? So I go in... Th- yeah, I don't think you're emotional. You're, you're passionate, Tom. Um. Very fucking passionate. <laughs> so I go into the ride, right? Now, mind you, I can... Jimmy, I could tell you where every sign is. I can tell you where every single sign is on that ride. Okay. The re-ride sign, the beep sign, I tell you where everything is. I go in, and they're all gone. All the signs are gone. So I meet this lady, and... The artwork was vinyl on the front of the ride. I said, What are you doing, lady? You're putting vinyl on the roller coaster. I said, What is this shit? And my buddy, my buddy's dad, he's like, "Oh, what is this kid doing?" I'm like, "You can't put vinyl on this ride. You got to hand paint this. This yeah. is a historical ride." I said, "Where are the signs?" Mr. Wallace painted those signs. Where's the no ride, no re rides? The beep is keep your wigs intact. Where are these re ride? The re ride? The circle that hung right here? Where is that? Yeah. She goes, "Oh, we threw it out." I think what? we threw it out. I go in the back of the machine shop, right? Right. My boy JB's in the back of the machine shop. I said, "Yo." Where are these signs? Where are these signs? You can't throw these things out. Pi, you can't do this. I'm like, I'm getting mad. <laughs> so I'm, I'm as I'm yelling and screaming, I look up on the thing. That's it. That's the sign right there. You didn't throw it out. There All it right. is. I said, give me it right now. My truck's over there. Put it in the fucking truck right now. Put it in the truck right now. Put it in the truck. So he's like, yo, you serious? I said, yo, I guarantee you, that's that fucking sign. I guarantee it. They go up on the ladder, Jimmy. I'm right. Sure as shit. So. He, he brings me down three of them. Right. I said, the truck's over there. Don't, whatever you want. Don't worry about it. I got you. He's like, Rebel, they're yours. Just take them. Put them in the truck. Jimmy, they're in the fucking head. They're in the collection. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, in the I understand.
0: They're in the collection.
1: So I'll give you one more crazy, wild story about that. All right, and then, and
0: then after that, I want to <laughs> fucking go. We're not going to segue here, folks. Listen We're, go- here. we're going so- right... To the fucking end, trade rate. So listen, listen, race. listen. I want to hear listen. shit like that too.
1: So there's a there's ah. a there's a joint that was in the neighborhood called Hinch's. Okay. It was an old school soda shop, ice cream fountain, little luncheonette.
0: Okay.
1: I've been going there my whole life. What happened to the luncheonette? There's no more luncheonettes. So listen, listen. The luncheonette's a days so, gone by. So my I mean, my buddy was a okay. my buddy was a soda jerk in there right for years. So but was I was but, but but was he a jerk off? He was a jerk. No, he was a good kid. He was okay. a good kid. <laughs> okay. We we were polo together. Okay. So anyway, another thing I collected. Okay. So we would always be in there, right? Right. So they always had these cool signs. So one day my buddy calls me at work. He's like, yo, Hinges is closing. I'm like, you're a fucking asshole, Dick. Don't bother me at work. And I hang up on him. All right. So he calls me back. He's like, yo, bro, you asshole. I swear to God, my girl was over there. She seen a sign in the window. I'm like, I'm at work. Don't bother me. (laughs) And I hung up the phone. I was like, this can't happen. So that night, so listen, that night I come home, right? Late with the work truck. And I drive by. I'm like, oh, shit. There's a sign in the window. Thank you to all our loyal customers after so many years where we've decided to close due to changing habits and people's eating and we want to retire. I was like, this can't happen. This can't happen. The whole neighborhood's going to fucking crumble. <laughs> I run home. I park the truck and I grab a fucking marker and I run up to Fifth Avenue, right? And I wrote a fucking note on the door, right, to, to Mr. Logue. Logue. Mr. Logue owned it. Mr. Logue inches is an institution, I don't even know what I wrote because I was so passionate, I was so emotional, I was just writing on the glass, writing on the glass, writing on the glass, on the door, writing, 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 right, and I signed the bottom, Tommy Rebel, Tommy Rebel, uh, Bay Originals, that's the first time that name ever came out of my mouth, Bay Originals, right, so I'm on my knees and I sign it, and I turn around and there's a lady crying behind me, she's crying, right, and I'm like, "What's the matter?" She's like, "This place. I've been going here my whole life." I said, "Ma'am, I'm young, and I've been going here my whole life. This is an incident." We had this conversation, right? And I, it just, I was blown away. I'm like, "We can't lose this place, right?" So I go home. I leave for work the next morning. I write a note. Dear Mr. Logan, it's Tommy, Joey's friend. Uh, I see you're closing and you're retiring retiring, um, I want to buy the signs off you that are inside here. Please contact me back. Here's my number. And they had these old-school glass slit windows at the top of the door, like the vents. Yes. Jimmy, every day I would throw a note through there. And I'd, I'd look, and I'd see it. The next day I'd throw another one. Another one. Remember the Shawshank Redemption? Sure. When, when he wrote the fucking letter for the library? Yeah. That was me with the goddamn letters every day. Please, I need these signs. One day i drive by. And there's a garbage truck outside the place and the doors are wide open. Jimmy, I took my truck I pulled it on the fucking sidewalk and I jumped out. I don't even think I turned the truck off. I ran across the street and I see Gerard from Skinflints standing in the doorway and I'm like, Gerard, what the?" Fuck? Fuck, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck? You can't, what the, they can't lose this place. Oh, my God. And he's like, Tommy, calm down. It's all right. I know it's not all right. It's not fucking all right. <laughs> you can't lose this place. And he's like, Tommy, it's cool. I'm here. I'm here. I said, Gerard, it's good to see you, uh, but we can't lose this place. This is bullshit. I don't want a fucking 99 cent store. I don't want any of that shit here. Yeah. He's like, Tommy, relax. I'm here. Uh, right so i'm like and automatically it doesn't kick in jimmy i'm like where's the ice cream sign where's that sign fucking 99 cent store yeah yeah. where's this sign where's this where's the original waffle line the metal dishes where are these things you can't lose these things he's like tommy all those signs are right there on that table so i just beeline over there i'm like, how much you want how much you want i I have a pocket full of money jordan how much you want I want, I want, I want, I want this. He said, "Tommy, I got every one of your letters through the window. I, I, I got them all." I said, "He goes, the signs are there. Take them, take them, take them before my partner comes." How much you want? How much do you want? He said, "Tommy, just take them. Just, take, you them. just take them. them the York. fuck out of here, right?" So I get him <laughs> right, and I'm like, "So, so what are you doing, Gerard? Tell me what you're doing." Right? What's going on here? Are you opening this up? What's going on? So I'm like, whatever the fuck you need, tell me. I'll help you in any way that I can, right? So they were saying that the Emory Thompson ice cream machine in the basement wasn't working right. Right. Right? And they were thinking about selling it. I'm like, you got to make the ice cream. You can't be getting some bullshit Hershey's. you got to make the ice cream. That's what inches is about. Yeah. I said, I can read you the flavors off the sign. What do you need to make? I was like, <laughs> let's go. Right? So anyway, they were they were in talks of selling the machine. So automatically... I'm thinking, we lost Denny's in Coney Island. Yeah. I'm like, Dick Ziggin, the guy who runs Coney Island USA, was in charge of that property. So I'm trying to get them to get with Dick... And sell the fucking machine to, and have ice cream Not at Coney Dick Island. Zigan. Right? To have ice cream at Coney Island. Take Ziggin, that's a fucking hard name. Right. Hey, <laughs> no pun intended so either. listen, so I'm trying oh to bro- I'm trying to broker this deal. I don't know what happened. It never it never manifested, but you know me, I'm always trying to work deals out. Uh-huh. So they open back up, I do all the signs for them, and and, I, and now I have all these signs on display in my kitchen. All right, Right? But you gotta realize for me to have these artifacts, a tragedy has to happen. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you remember Seymour's on 3rd Avenue? The hardware store across from that next to Nino's? Yes. It's been there 395 years. Yes. Seymour worked behind the counter for 66 years of his life. Crazy. When it closed, I was friends with his son-in-law. Right. And he had this, this clock in there. It was a spiffy clock, Right. And it was a little guy, and, and the hands were paintbrushes, and right. it was awesome. I tried to buy it off Seymour. I would probably say for like fifteen years, and his answer was, "Ah, you don't want that? It doesn't work. The hands go backwards." <laughs> and I'm like, "Seymour, I, how much you want for this? For the, uh, please, like,
0: yeah,
1: you know?" He would never sell it to me, right? So, I got a few signs from Seymour's. In my collection. Right. But I could never get those unless Seymour closed down. Right. Yeah, I So, get it. it's bittersweet because I have these things in the, and, and the legacy lives on in my house in my mind.
0: Yeah.
1: But other people don't really get to enjoy that hardware store anymore or right. Hinch's anymore. Right. Danny's Ice Cream anymore. Sure. Like Bari but, Pork Store closed down.
0: Yeah. On, they were uh, there for fucking for right? 40
1: fucking years they were there. Yeah. Right? So, my buddy Sam, a sign guy, I said, look, i if they close that location, I'm stealing those pigs.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? I'm stealing those pigs. That can't go to the garbage. Right. Fuck that. I said, you know what? He's like, Thomas, I know the guy. You know Barry? I said, tell him I need those pigs for my collection. The history's got to live on. So they had. A, they also had ones on the inside, which yes. is that's another part of the story. I haven't gotten those yet. So we go there. So the guy's like, yeah, take the pigs. Don't even worry about it. Take them. I said, oh, yeah. I got two big ones and two little ones. So... I was going to just steal them anyway, because I need those in my collection, the Bari pig. That's a Brooklyn history. Yeah, sure. So anyway, so he, he, he tells Sam that he wants a pig back, out of respect. Here you go, sir. I gave him one of the big ones. All right Back, because he, out of respect. You know what I mean? I, of course, I get it. So now I have two little ones and one big one. The two little ones complete a set,
0: right? Did you, help his, did you help his wife With the groceries Back to her car I always do that since I was, since I was out, of scared, out of respect Out of respect So a Good fellow Right president. I know yeah. So I have the, I have
1: I have the two little pigs And then I have one big pig So the one big pig Is one So I posted a picture On Instagram And my buddy Hit me up When I first got him I posted a picture He's like Bro if you ever want to sell that Let me know So I So I have the, the big one I'm like You know what i want to sell it So I call him up I'm like Yo I got this big barry pig You want to buy it Come to my house so he comes to my house And he buys it He's like You know why I want this pig? I said Because it's fucking Brooklyn history And it comes out of my fucking house Of course All right. He rolls up his sleeve He's got the bari pig tattooed On his fucking arm
0: Nice I said You know what? I'm pausing for one second And we're back Keep going So So he's like That's how we are segueing. So, <laughs> ha- so he has So he
1: has The listeners don't even realize What we just did what, what, So no. he has the tattoo on his arm You know right. what I say to myself? What? Right. This is going to the right home Of course This is where it needs to be Like when I made my first steeplechase jacket The first one ever Because I threw a gathering of all collectors in Coney Island
0: Yeah
1: I made the first jacket because I wanted to show my buddy Right So I show my buddy this jacket My buddy's in his 60s Right, right. I pull this jacket out of my truck And he starts fucking screaming mm-hmm. on Surf Avenue Oh my god He's screaming Right I said, Jim, Jim, check check it out. I said, it's fucking hand-stitched. It's 1950s chain-stitching. This old man is losing his shit on the avenue. Right. right? When you evoke that type of emotion, it's undeniable. I hand him the jacket. This is my only one. I just got it made that earlier that day. I said, Jim, put it on. He's my size. Jim puts this jacket on like it was a fine Italian suit. Tail it, tail it to his Tail it to him
0: Nice
1: I said, Jim, it's yours, take it Beautiful Jim, it's yours He's like, fuck you, no I said, Jim, you're insulting me Jim, that's your jacket now My hands are off it I said, if that jacket could evoke that much emotion in you You need to have this Right I can make another one But we'll never have a meeting like this And you'll never show that emotion again This jacket is yours Beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So when it goes into the right hands, right. it's not about the money. It's I about know. knowing that the person you give it to has just as much love for it as you do. Uh-huh. I don't give a fuck about a dollar. I get it. It's... it's yeah, man. That's what it's about. That's a true connoisseur and a true collector. It's not about the dollar. Anybody can buy anything when you have money. Of course. But can you buy that love and that story? You can't. You can't do you that. You can't do it. No. You cannot do it.
0: No, you can't.
1: That's what separates the men from the boys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: guess. Yeah,
0: you. 100%. It's a beautiful thing, though.
1: Oh, man, it's the best.
0: You have Barry Pinks. It's two, well, I have two left. <laughs> two out of four.
1: Tragic. It's awesome. All about the history, Jimmy. It is.
0: Do you realize that we just went... Just under an hour on history of of just collecting. I could go right for up. fucking 300 hours. I, I'm sure you
1: can. not I could go <laughs> till the sun comes up. It's not a problem.
0: I can't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lights out. Hold oh, on, man. That's on. it. No, we can, we can. Three
1: o'clock. School's over, kids. No. Get out. <laughs> we you can't can. stay here no more. Yeah, right? Wait, wait, wait. Now, we Boom. now we're by candlelight.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of.
1: Ooh, it's like spooky and Now there? the Ouija board comes
0: out Yeah, there you go But you know what's fucking now funny Now we do Bloody Mary in the mirror <laughs> Because, oh Jesus <laughs> Because now it's bugged out Because Segway, I feel like I'm in a fucking train tunnel <laughs> What's this fucking story about the fucking N-Train raid? The N-Train the raid The inside raid The
1: inside raid What is that? All right you know what insides, you know what, insides are taking tags on the inside of the train with a marker, right? Correct. So I used to make the best markers because I was taught by the old school guys. Shampoo bottles and shit. Yeah, you already know.
0: Well, you, you told everybody. Yeah, High
1: <laughs> Five was the guy that showed me how to make my marker. Right. And then I improved on it, right? All right. So I used to go to night school because I was, I was too busy cutting out of day school. So they, I was in night school. You know the Beef and Brocky Timberlands? The brown and green ones? Yes, 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 right. yes, yes. I had a brand new pair of highs, right? My friend owned a sportswear store, and she hooked me up with them, right? So I go to night school, right? We're dipped in polo, vintage polo, fucking Timberlands. So I have this marker in my pocket. Now, the R32 trains, right? They're the Ridgies, and you can walk car to car. You can walk between the cars, right? So the end trains used to be Ridgies back in the day. So I'm in the train car, and I'm taking tags, and I'm walking through the train. Because it's nighttime. It's like 9.30 at night. There's no one really on the train. So I get, I'm boom, I'm going car to car, just taking tags. Going car to car, taking tags. Going car to car, taking tags. So I get to the front car, and I'm taking tags. I'm taking tags. I'm taking tags. And I guess the ink smelled crazy. The fucking motorman opens up the door. Yo, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, oh,
0: shit. Uh Uh-huh. Right?
1: I'm I'm (laughs) I'm in between 8th Avenue and 59th Street. Okay Right He's has gone calling the fucking cops I'm like oh shit Right I capped the fucking marker right Now the train The train pulls into 59th street I'm like yo I'm fucking out of here He doesn't open up the fucking doors Oh fuck I'm like oh shit I'm like fuck You know you're like When you're a rat in a cage Yeah So I go to the next car I go to the next car I go to the next car Right All the doors are shut He opens up the door but now he reported it in the first car. I'm already in, like, the third or fourth car.
0: Right.
1: Now I'm by the staircase. Jimmy, those doors open. Yeah. I'm up. Now, mind you, when you're wearing brand-new Timberlands, these are not athletic shoes by any means. No. I'm not an athlete by any means. Right, I'm running 100 miles an hour up the stairs. I'm, I'm, I'm taking three steps up the staircase. Of course. I yeah. run up 59th Street. As I'm running... I see a cop car Come flying down I'm like Oh shit I take my hat off I take my jacket I turn it inside out I see another car Come up 59th Street I see two cars Coming to the train station I'm like Oh my god Yeah Dude I'm, I'm running I get to 5th Avenue Jimmy my feet Are screaming they're, Of course they I are I think they're bleeding yeah. Right I'm running I'm like these motherfuckers I get to the corner I dip in the store I get something to drink My heart's pounding The whole time I'm in the store oh, fuck I'm like So I jump <laughs> the, the, the bus comes I just jump on the bus And I fucking And I'm out of there I, I, I get away. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, I'm telling you, no, though, so writing graffiti, it was always an adventure. There was always some sort of danger to it. Well, of course. Like I mean, it's a
0: part of the fucking high that you're doing it. You, yeah, you But, Jimmy,
1: the marker I had, as soon as you wrote with it, it dripped. It just
0: started dripping so the ink. It's just s- a fucking mess. It was a mess. It was a murder scene. Yeah. Well, you sent me a bunch of pictures that I think was... The second one that we did, I did like the whole collage, and there was yeah. some. There was some that I could hardly even use. Yeah, it because murder. it was you could hardly even see that it says Rebel. But you know what it is. Of you know what, what it is. Know. Of course, I would like to get you and fucking Mona on the same phone. I would love
1: to. He's such a nice guy. He's the greatest. Dude, he told he he authenticated the Christmas card. We did send it. He got it. Yes, but why didn't he keep it? That shit was priceless. Because he, he's not a collector. He, ah, you never know. I heard he collects art work and graffiti stuff. Yeah, I heard he does. He, does. he has,
0: um, I don't know if he told me on air, but he he, he, he has some canvas. He has some from,
1: cave shit. I know he has cave stuff. And he,
0: I know, I think, uh, I'm sorry, if, if Mona, if you're listening. I think he said that he might have some Lee shit. Lee is one of the best ever. I think, like, he has, like, some canvas off from him that he that he did for him. That's awesome, man. Yeah, he, he has a bunch of shit, so it's bugged out that he was, you know... You know, head dude of the fucking vandal squad. Yeah, man. He has fucking graffiti. But you know what it
1: is? When you're around that stuff for so long, it's like you have some sort of admiration for
0: it. Well, yeah. Well, well, that's that's, you see, know? that's why. Like when I promoted his his episode, it was like you might be surprised on his take about graffiti. Yeah. You know what I mean? He might he might be like you know head dude. You know, you of the know what? You know, squad, but you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Deal.
1: When we used to paint clean trains, right? We would never leave our name on the train. Well, not we used to do it sometimes, but we used to do the cops' names. <laughs> we do, like, bongos, throw-ups, and, like, Iceman, and we would do their names. Right. So when they got the call to come for a graffiti train, they'd show up, and their name would be on the train. That's a joke, <laughs> yeah. right? And I guess, like, it really rattled feathers, because yeah. they were really upset. They used to call my house, threaten me. They used to call my job. They used to show up at my job. We know you work here. We know who you are. Like, they would harass me, right? Yeah. But it's the cat and mouse game again. So we would paint their names on the trains, and we thought it was funny. It's funny. It is fucking funny. It's
0: really funny. And you know what's fucked up is that that at the end of the day, they thought it was fucking funny, And you know what's funny? Like, these kids are wall breakers. Yeah. And when they finally
1: finally got me years later because of this kid ratting out, and they were like, oh, shit, really? Like, we need this guy. So they came and they raided my house, Uh and they had a no-knock warrant. They had a paddy wagon of, like, fucking ten cops. Uh-huh. Clown call. My mother, my mother calls me. I'm at work at a photo lab in the city, printing printing graffiti pictures. Uh-huh. I get the phone call. She's like, the cops are here. They're going through the fucking basement. What the fuck are you doing? I said, Mom, I'm at work. I'm not doing anything. Right. So she's like, get your ass home. So I come home. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. These fucking cops are here. shit. Right? So they're in my basement. And uh, I, had, I had this North Face Deep Tech jacket. We had like three pockets in the front. And I had my car keys. I had train keys. on. I had all sorts of shit. Right? So I throw my jacket on the bed. And I'm like, and they're like, you need to come outside. You need to talk to us. I said, I'm not talking to you. I'm getting a lawyer. Right? Yeah. Jimmy, they took every one of my photo albums. Uh, I have Jimmy, I have over 80,000 print photos I'm of shit. They took everything. They took every black book. They took my hard drive. They they took my phone book. Right? Oh my god! So my mother, my mother knew what time it was, and she says, "And they were grabbing the phone book, and my mother grabbed it out of the cop's hand. You don't need that. That has nothing to do with graffiti. That's a phone book. Right? And then she had gotten a phone call, and she ran upstairs, and they they grabbed the phone book back. Right? So. Anyway, they they they, they, looked, they moved me out of my apartment without me leaving is how I can sum that up. Fuck. So when when I I had to turn myself in, right? Right. So I fucking <laughs> I turned myself in, I shove a book down my pants. Right. So I had something to read in there. George <laughs> yeah. Orwell's nineteen eighty four. Right. Hey, good <laughs> so I turned myself in, and I'm in this cell, right? All right. You, you don't talk to cops So I'm just sitting there I'm like F- They got me Whatever Fuck it man. You right. don't fuck it So I'm like Fuck it So the cop uh, Kevin Cooper Was his name And he's doing the paperwork He's doing the paperwork He's doing the paperwork And uh He turns around Right He's like Hey Tommy I'm like yeah He's like I gotta ask you a question He goes off the record Completely You don't have to answer If you don't want to but I got to ask you this question. I'm like, okay. He's like, do girls really like it when you write on them? I'm <laughs> like, what? He goes, we got a whole photo album of naked women with your tag all over them. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, it was just something we did. Just, you know, just for, for, we just, for, for fucking kids. Yeah, we just kind of fucking did it.
0: <laughs>
1: and he like has this weird look on his face. And he's like, wow. And then he just goes back to doing the paperwork. <laughs> and it was, just re- it was a really odd question. It was yeah. a really odd question. Because he's a half
0: a creep, but he just wants to But it love. was just
1: such a weird question. Yeah. So anyway, so, I, so the craziest thing is I, I have to go to trial for this, right? And I'm facing one to three in prison.
0: Oh,
1: fuck. So they found all these signs in my basement, because like, we went out and we stole signs. Yeah. And it was like 28 of the same sign, because I'm a collector. Uh, I'm a hoarder. Uh, right. So, But when, your house isn't like a hoarder's house. You have no, no, everything's clean. I don't, I don't right. believe in that shit. Right. So when they came with the no-knock warrant, <coughs> they found all these signs. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Yeah. Right? So they figured that that was, cause they, want, they, tr- they tried to charge me with 496 cans of spray paint. Because that's how much paint I had in my house. But then they found the signs and they found the keys. They found MTA vests, MTA helmets, MTA this, MTA that. They found all my shit, like everything, because we'd stole everything when yeah. we were kids. So they, they, they preside the case, right? So I get a lawyer through my friend. I, forget, I, think I think my friend Vaz gave me the lawyer. So I get the lawyer, right? And I'm going over the stuff. And uh, we're going back and forth. And I'm telling him about, like, you know, like, this is this and this is that. You know, he's like, they're charging you with possession of graffiti instruments, but this is your house. Like, could you go to Home Depot and charge Home Depot with possession of graffiti instruments? Right. He's like, why do they, what the fuck did you do to these cops that they want to charge you with this dumb shit? Right. So I'm like, you know, we did a lot of graffiti, like, not a lot, but we did some things here and there.
0: Like,
1: (laughs) and and then as the, as he started getting discovery and, and, you know, they present their evidence and, uh. You know it's funny, my boy Zero, who I used to paint the trains with, I told him that I got locked up and they got my phone book. So the cops called me. Yeah, we're going to get your buddy Zero next. So I call him like, "Yo, Dick, leave your house. They're coming for you." Right. He's like, "Fuck it. They fuck these cops." I was just like, "Fuck the cops."
0: Yeah.
1: So he goes to the corner store to get a Dutch, right? And he sees the cops drive down the block and stop at his house. And he calls me. He's like, "Yo, bro, the cops are at my house. I think I told you that." Yeah, Dick. Get the fuck <laughs> out of there. Yeah. Right. So somehow, ha- whatever, whatever. So I give Z my lawyer. So now Z lawyer's up. I lawyer up. Then they can't get to us, right? So the cops call my lawyer and they're like, what are these kids fucking paying you? They're all lawyering up, right? Yeah. So so the cops were fucking pissed. So anyway, so they got all this shit and my, my lawyer's like, what the fuck did you do to these police? Yeah. They have a fucking vendetta against you. Yeah. He's like, I haven't worked murder cases this hard. Uh So anyway, we go on trial, right? We go on trial. My mother's mother's with me, right? She's like beside herself. Of course. I'm facing one to three for a felony or some other shit in a misdemeanor, Right. right? So I tell my boy in Virginia, I'm going on trial for this graffiti shit. And now mind you, he's already he's already been to prison for fucking hammering somebody's head in and yeah. So he's got Fs on his record. He, and he he was screaming at me, you never take a fucking felony. I'll come to New York and I'll fucking beat the shit out of you. You never take a motherfucking felony. Do the fucking time in jail. Don't ever take a felony on your record. I'm like, all right, man, all right. All right, all right. So I go to trial, right? And then, yo... They're pulling up crazy photos out of my album. Me hanging out of a white elephant with an MTA hat on, writing my name on the side of it, like crazy shit. Mm. Pictures of layups, pictures yeah. of me like in layups, n- standing next to my fucking piece on the train, like yeah. what? And I'm like, oh. So they're, they're presenting evidence, right? So I'm talking to my lawyer. I said, that white elephant, that's a scrap train. It's decommissioned, it's not in service. And it's going to the junkyard There's no value on that train It's not a revenue service I said this picture right here There's no paint can in my hand There's no car marking They don't know where that is They don't have any identification car numbers They don't know where that is I could just be standing there There's no can of paint in my hand Right So he's, he's writing all this shit down so they're like, and defending here, and yo. they were, pa- they were painting a picture like I was the worst fucking offender ever to live or breathe in New York City. Of course. They painted me like I was crazy, uh-huh. right? Well, yeah. So we're going, fucking- so we're going back. This is a full-blown trial, Jimmy, it's like with a jury and everything.
0: bananas.
1: So they're going back and forth, back and forth. So they're pushing for the felony. They're pushing hard for the felony, right? They're like, and he has these subway signs. And I'm like, those subway signs you can buy Remember Billy on House and Street with all the old signs? Yeah, I'm like, I bought them at Billy. I, like, they're bought signs. I didn't steal them. Right. I might be in possession, but you can't prove that I stole it. Like, all I right. bought them at Billy's. So, we go into, like, you know, separate quarters with the judge. The judge would not let me use eBay, and he would not let me use that I bought them from a, a, another guy. They wouldn't let me use that. Yeah. Right? So, they have the vest, the MTA vest. So... They didn't know the denomination of how much a vest cost. They were trying to pin that shit on me. They had train scrolls and all this stuff, but all this stuff is antiquated items. It's old. Like, there's no monetary value on these things. So we go for a lunch break. They go to fucking the MTA headquarters, and they get a fucking guy to come testify how much the vest is worth in court. To try to hang me with the vest. And the guy's like, an MTA vest is $35. That's how much it costs on in, in, in our records. Right. But they, they couldn't, they, the monetary value wasn't enough to p- push for the F. Right? right. So we go back and forth, back and forth. So they dismiss it, and we had a re- recoup on Monday. Right. Right. Jimmy, my fate hangs in the hands over the weekend. You know, you know how weird that is To feel that way No I don't But I get and it So I'm like Am I going to jail Monday Like I don't understand Like this is weird. It's like, I, like a limbo stage Yeah So we go back And I have my high school teacher Come as a character witness Right Your high school teacher yeah.
0: Actually keep the call for you Yeah
1: 100% Alright I love this guy Alright Right You should I, I, talk to him, I talk to him all the time So he gets on the stand And he fucking He makes a mockery Out of these people Right Makes a mockery Out of these people I'm like wow this guy's great, uh-huh. right? So, anyway, they come back, and I was not, I was found not guilty on all charges, Beautiful. right? So, you know, it's, like, surreal. It's surreal. You're like, I just won. Okay. Like, it's really weird. So, we go downstairs, right? I'm with my mother, and uh, and we go onto the train. I'm like, Ma, we won. And my mother's crying. I'm like, Ma, why are you crying? We won. Yeah. And her answer was, "You don't know what you put me through." Of course, and I, and, and 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 that's when like the load of bricks came down and, and yeah. just hit me, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Because all the years I was writing graffiti, my mother knew I was writing graffiti. She yeah. knew zero and everybody I was writing graffiti with. Yeah, she's like, "Be careful!" My father like used to send me off on graffiti missions. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like they, they, it was never, we never did bad shit, right? But they always knew like I was out writing graffiti. Yeah, so. It was just weird. Like one time, I got busted in in the fucking endline line ditch, uh-huh. right? So she calls my buddy Mens. Mens, where is he? Oh, he went to go peace with Diego and Joey Sims and these guys in the ditch. Well, he should have been home already. So she's my mother's like, I'm coming to pick you up. Take me to the ditch. Oh
0: shit! Your mother's <laughs> so my mother goes to
1: my mother goes to the ditch and she sees the piece that we just did, our cans on the floor, and we're not there. Right. So she knew we got arrested. But I'm just, it's just crazy, like yeah. you know. But you never realize, like, the effect of these actions on other people. Right. And when I was a little kid, we never really wrote in this neighborhood because you live here. Right. But I would take little market tags on poles. Right. But never, like, prolific shit. Right. So my mother used to get pissed off because we lived on 94th Street and my grandmother lives right here on 88th. Right. And I would have market tags from here, over there, over there, over there, over there. I'd have them everywhere. Right. Right? So every time she would walk back to the house, she'd see my name on every pole. And she's like, stop, stop this shit.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm like, but ma, she's like, stop it. So she realized that I didn't stop it. Right. So what she does, she goes into my stash and she breaks and she takes one of my pilot markers. Right? And she starts writing on the fucking poles (laughs) next to my name. So there's a truck on Gelson Avenue, right, where right. we used to live, and I had a, I had some spray paint tags on it with like all the boys, and I see this mom tag on the truck with a red pilot, and then there's a red pilot tag on ninety first, ninety second, eighty eighth. I'm like,
0: so your mother's catching tags. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? So
1: I said, Ma, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, you can't be writing on the walls. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> She's like, the same fucking thing you're doing. If you stop, I'll stop.
0: Oh, shit. And I'm like, but that's not how it works. Yeah, that's not how it works. But I'm like. It's not supposed to happen. That's that not how it works. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. She
1: goes, you worry about me, I worry about you. She said something, I'm like, uh, like what am I going to say? Yeah. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. No. So she kept writing on the walls, <laughs> and eventually she stopped. But she thought it was funny. Like That's she thought That's by odd. doing that, it was going to make me stop. But well, it, yeah, no, she's she was the OG for real, for real. Ask yeah. any of my friends. Yeah, my mother held it down for real. That Rules for real. Yeah. I remember one time my buddy comes over to the house. Right, zero.
0: Hold on. You know what I'm going to do? What? Just remember that because I got to pause it for one second. Okay,
1: I got to pause it. Gotcha. So anyway, so my so my boy Zero comes over to the house and my mother has some crazy cough medicine for, with promethazine, right? Right. And this is when they were fucking around, eat, drinking dumb shit. So Zero's talking to my mother, right? Right. And he's like, oh, Ellen, you got promethazine cough syrup. She's like, oh, yeah, why? You have a sore throat? <laughs> my mother thought he had a sore throat. He's like, yo, can you, can you give me some of that? She's like, take the bottle. I don't need it anymore. I'm, I'm, I don't have a sore throat. So, so she gives my boy the promethazine cough shit with the codeine in it.
0: Right.
1: What do they do? They get fucking, they get fucking Jolly Ranchers and they fucking start getting whacked on this shit. My boy almost crashes his car into the fucking Prospect Expressway wall. Right?
0: So <laughs>
1: I, I don't think I said anything, but she found out about that. Somehow she found out about it. So she says, so one day Zero comes over. She goes, come here, Zero, you fucking idiot. And she smacks him. She cracks him. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, you took my cough syrup and you fucking got high with it, you idiot. She (laughs) smacked my boy Zero. I'm like, wow, mom, you're out of control. He's like, that's not what I gave him that shit for. Get out of here.
0: Like, she didn't give a fuck. My mother was crazy. Like, it was good. That's cool. Like, Like, my mother was the fucking best, bro. Like, everybody. But my mother was like... The cool mother on the block, you know what sure, I mean. Sure. Everybody knew that Jimmy's eggs, mother was the. Fucking eggs. That's cool how I yeah, Exactly. You know, it's just you needed a meal, you needed something to eat, you needed whatever. A- yeah, whatever knew. you needed. And, and you know, it, even like when we got older, it's like you you want to come over, you want to go have a couple of drinks. Eh, let's all have a few fucking drinks. Exactly. Like she was just the fucking. She was just yeah, the man. fucking best. Yeah, everybody. man. Everybody. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's the way it's supposed to be. It should be like I try to be. You know, like, so I try to be, you know, within, within fucking reason, I, you know. Because, you, know,
1: you, know what the, you know what the funniest thing about you is?
0: Uh, when, when, what's the funniest thing about no, me, No, No, when, no,
1: when, when, we when we were kids, right, and we were, like, in school... In, in grade school, there was always a
0: janitor, right?
1: And he was always, like, the guy listening to fucking Slayer and Metallica. <laughs> and the janitor was always, like, the cool motherfucker, right? Uh-huh. Like, when I worked for Caves at BMT Lines, the janitor was always mad cool. And he'd tell us when the cops were, like, staking out the store and shit. Yeah. So when I went to high school, we used to fucking write all over that f- fucking school, right? right? So one day we get caught. And our, our, our fucking thing was, we had to come in zero period and buff graffiti, so we had a report to the janitor, who was this guy listening to fucking Slayer in the basement, man, right. cool, smoking bones in the joint. Right. So he's like, "Oh, your kids here for graffiti. The graffiti remover's over there. There's the rags. So the graffiti remover spray cans had fat caps. So I'm like, Yo. "Oh, boy. So I'm like, "Yo, dude. I'm like, you Isn't mind? That ironic. So I'm like, "Yo, you mind if I take the caps off of these cans and give you like, stock caps? Right. He's like, look, kid. I don't care what you do, as long as the can sprays, I could care less. Right? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, there was cases, so I would take all the fat caps Uh and put them back with all Krylon caps. Uh Right. The the greatest thing was though, we had to go spray the graffiti and then wipe it off. So what we would do is we would go up to the hallways and all the kids we had beef with that we didn't like, we'd erase all their graffiti and leave all our graffiti, and it was (laughs) great. (laughs) So anyway, back to the janitor thing. That janitor was mad cool. Right. The janitor in my grade school was mad cool. Then I meet you and you're fucking hanging out hardcore this fucking Jimmy Ferrari a janitor in a the school. There's two rules in life. The janitor in a school has to be fucking on the level. Right. And every girl that works in a bakery has to be fucking cute. Oh, is that a rule? That's a fucking unwritten rule. <laughs> okay. You know, do they ever hire busted girls to work in bakeries? I don't know. They don't. I don't even realize. They really, don't. I haven't realized. Think about all the bakeries you go where young girls work. When you were like, Catholic uh, school, when you were a kid, all the girls were cute in every
0: bakery, everywhere you went. None of it sticks out in my head, but maybe you're right. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't picture a bakery girl.
1: Oh, my God. When we were little quatliners on 3rd Avenue, I John DeMay, I mean, there were so off. many bakeries. <laughs> but that's the rule. The girls had to be cute and the Janets had to be cool. Right. That's the rule.
0: Listen, I just do my fucking thing. That's it. I listen to fucking Jedi Mind Tricks. Exactly, as as you,
1: as you you should, as you should, what I do, as you should.
0: <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Yes, yeah, so like I was saying, I would love to get fucking you and fucking Steve Mona. I'd love together. to. Hear, I'd love to hear more of his raid stories. I, I love. I'm sure he shit. has thousands of them. Yeah, man. You know, and what's cool is, let me see if I can pull it up. Is that there's supposed to be, well. I did hit up Steve Mona because there is, um, let me see, hold on, everybody. There's the All Star. I brought this up to you. It's the All Star Comic Con. Oh, you're talking about that, right? And what's cool is, I mean, I've never, I mean, I've driven through, but it's at the Sheridan Tyson's Hotel in, in Jersey, right? No, it's in Virginia. Virginia, that's right. You're talking about that, yeah. Um, blah 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 blah, and. What's fucking cool? It, it's listen. It's really not my deal because I'm not like I'm like a horror type of person. Like I I, I really don't know, you know, some of this shit. But I'm going to go because without the Delta Bravo. Well, because Danny Boy is going to be there, and Danny Boy is going to be talking about the Outsiders' house and all that shit. Yeah, that's cool. But um. He is gonna be. He, well, he's gonna be there. And I want to support him with that, and he's and also see Thomas Howell, Pony Boy from okay, the yeah, outside. Yeah. Is gonna be there. I mean, there's other people there, like Ming Chen is gonna be there and shit like that. Like, but everyone else, I have no idea who anyone else is, but. So once I heard that this was happening, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, road trip just to get the fuck out of Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, just to change the scenery. Any excuse. Just get away for the weekend. Any excuse. So I'm going to go. And I I, I think I posted on Facebook, like, yo, road trip, anyone wants to go? And Steve Mona was like, I'm in. Of course he is. So it would be dope. Of course he is. Yeah, so it would be dope. We all go. And... I mean, I'm putting it out into the univer- universe. What would be awesome is that if I go there and, like, after, like, the confession is over or something like that, then maybe we all go out to, like, a diner sure. or something. And I set up this little contraption. And I do a <laughs> podcast with Danny Boy, Pony Boy, and Steve Mona or That's something. That's right. Yeah, Just man. Just yeah. press
1: fucking record and just go. And just go for it. But
0: but maybe they're going to be all too tired about talking about the el- his house and shit. But it's a fucking great fucking thing. Yeah, to
1: man. You never know. Yeah. It's always the spur of the moment stuff that sticks out, you know?
0: Yeah. So I mean Like when
1: it's not planned, you just go off on tangents.
0: Yeah, and, and just and just, just the fact that you know, I mean just to get the fuck out of the neighborhood, like I said, mm-hmm. just for the weekend, just to do something a little bit different. Yeah. Man. And just to fucking go fucking just, hang on, cool out and support the fucking whole fucking cause because He's doing all kinds of... Danny Boy's doing a whole bunch of shit with this outside his house. Yeah, he man. has a crazy amount of support and shit, so fuck it. Why the not, support
1: yeah. is the most beautiful thing, man. Yeah, man. And,
0: and the fact he, that
1: they had to kick crackheads and shit out and then buy the house is amazing. Yeah, and it <laughs> turned into this
0: whole fucking awesome fucking thing. Like, he's bringing the property value up in fucking Tulsa. That's great. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's It's a good thing. So, yeah, man. So it would be cool to jump into a fucking car with... You know, well, well, we'll probably obviously take different cars, but you know, me and my girl. No, we
1: just rent a tour bus when we go in the tour that bus. That would be
0: fucking dope.
1: Or we go to Winnebago. You come? It's June 8th. It's a Saturday. I'll take off. I'll take off for that. It's a it's one day, but I'm I'm going for the weekend. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I got I got people in Virginia. I have nobody in Virginia. I got
0: crew out there. All I work. know is that I'll I'll, fucking, I'll work. I'll work and I'll leave work. Fucking Friday. Well, yeah, yeah. School's still in, so I'll get out of work at like I don't know eleven thirty or whatever. I'll jump right in the. I'll drive. Fucking, up I'll drive fucking Friday fucking night. Yeah, man. Meet up down there. And, you up. and then Sunday. Leave fucking Sunday sometimes So you don't feel Fucking rushed or anything
1: Exactly But
0: it'll be dope You know Fuck it
1: well, I have Monday and Tuesday off So I'll take Friday I'll take Saturday Sunday And have four days
0: See Why not Dude Go there and fucking Do it just fucking...
1: I'll get Jimmy to paint some trains Yeah why not <laughs>
0: There you go And you can fucking hang out Bro that would be dope If you yeah, can that would be great because Yeah I could capture you And fucking Steve Mona In a conversation Oh my god That would be fucking awesome that's like Pacino and De Niro, and no, he. No, 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 what? We're, we're not, not, no. What? We're not. We're not. No, no. You're both good at what you do, but yeah. uh, listen, you do what you do, I do what I do, but if we cross paths, someone's
1: going down. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> it wasn't motor it was me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. The cookie yeah,
1: crumbles in certain ways. I hear you, but we—I had a good run, though. I can't complain. Yeah. We had a lot of fun times. I'm sure. A lot of fun times.
0: Yeah. When's the next time you go bombing?
1: Uh, we don't talk about that. Yeah, you're right.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to name locations.
1: No, not at all. I still take tags here and there, but nothing major. Oh, I know. Nothing, I know. nothing major. You have a nice
0: gold marker. You were yeah, trying
1: gold. To I, I. I. It's empty now.
0: Is it? I know. Oh yeah, I, I got a new one. I got a new one now.
1: <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. You know what it is? When you
0: love something, you can never just stop. I get it. I you know. Get it. You can never just stop. And then you have like people who just don't get it, like. Oh, you're still doing that shit? Like, grow up. Like, go fuck yourself.
1: You don't understand. You know, do do you tell the 65-year-old guy with the fucking Monte Carlo SS that he had when he was in high school that he's been working on for the last 40 years? Right. Are you going to give up that fucking SS yet and get a real car? Yeah. Yeah. You're not. No. Because he'll punch you in the face. Yeah, how
0: about you go do your thing, (laughs) whatever you're into that I think is fucking stupid.
1: But you got to realize, most... leave me alone. People who aren't into hobbies like that... All right. And all they do is watch sports and beat their wife. Right. They don't have an appreciation for anything like that. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm a collector. I'm not a car collector, but I can super appreciate everything about everything about it. Right. I don't collect coins and stamps and these things, but, like, I've been to shows, like coin shows and stuff. And I could see that one shit
0: I find that I find that shit pretty fucking interesting. And I see the passion of like an these old guys, man you know? type thing to say, like, oh you collect coins, but that's kinda cool, it's fucking history. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly it's what it fucking is. Fucking legit history. You
1: right? know, anybody who collects has an, just an admiration for the collecting aspect of it mm-hmm. can appreciate whatever the hell you collect. Right. I've seen guys with collections of barbed wire. Well, that's weird. And I'm like, but it's interesting. You never think about it. Yeah, that, what the fuck has a
0: barbed wire collection? I have a collection yeah. of fucking used bloody bandages. I know people that have collections of boogers. No. I, 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 I don't have that. And the person who collects fucking snot is a
1: pretty smart. But, I, yeah, people,
0: people people
1: collect everything, man. Like they, there's, yeah, People collect everything.
0: Yeah. I collect podcast episodes.
1: So if anybody has any stickers they want to uh, trade or collect, hit me up.
0: Yeah, hit up. Tommy Rebel is only on one thing of social media because he's a smart guy. And even if you look at it, first of all, it's on lockdown. It's private. And it even says in his description. Private figure. Private figure.
1: Because all these people think they're public figures. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, just a douchebag walking around yeah, exactly. with a fucking phone. You know what? Instagram is great, but there's a lot of garbage you got to filter through. Well, yeah. It's like It's like,
0: you know, everything else. Everything else. They like make- but all get these caught dope. up in shit, yeah. I, I don't I don't get caught up in none of it. None of it. I don't, I don't The I don't shit talk, take. the this, the that. I can give two shits. But you're on Facebook, you've got to deal with that shit. I don't have to deal with any of it because somebody that I don't like or somebody who talks shit or some phony jerk off, all I do, I press the either the unfollow button or the block button, and it's like almost like Fantastic. real life. It's almost you're like a video it's almost gone. a game. Like, it's almost like a game. It's it's out of sight, out of mind, because these people mean zero to me. Yeah. When I, when I put my head on the pillow at night, these assholes don't mean dick. See, my thing is, you always have a
1: choice of assimilation. Right, that's it, and you have to exercise that right.
0: I do, and, it's like, and it's like you know what? I don't. I don't give a fuck what you say. You can talk shit. You want to talk shit. You want to hate on me for whatever. Fuck but you know, know what, fuck but you know reason? what the thing is though? Then then have at it. But I just look, and 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 I don't. It's uh, you know, like a lot of a involved. lot of
1: people say, it's a lifestyle. What's a lifestyle?
0: Anything you do, like. You do what you do.
1: Right. Right? Yeah. You eat what you eat. You drive whatever car you drive. You go to whatever shows you go to. Yeah. That's what you do. Right. You know, like, I don't eat garbage. Right. I like to eat fucking good. Right. I like to have nice clothes. Right. Like, I'm very picky with what I wear. Right. Like, I have a custom fucking truck.
0: Right.
1: Like, I don't drive a regular car. Right. Like, I don't have a regular collection. Right. Right. Like, I don't watch sports. Because you're abnormal. I'm I'm kept freak weirdo. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I don't drink alcohol. Me neither. I don't do drugs. Nope. I don't drink coffee. I, I don't watch I, sports.
0: Like, I used to. I, so I,
1: most people... I don't have the time anymore. I have yeah, priorities. But I'm just saying, most people, like, you don't do drugs. Yeah. I'm like, I never saw a, a reason to do it. And the way my personality works if I do drugs and it's great I'm doing it every fucking day that's, all yeah, that's day how long I am. and I know for a fact that if I like doing something I'm gonna go all in right. I've had people say in. like oh like, oh,
0: well, well, you, you should have a drink I'm like I don't drink and like like, dude you don't drink at all But like, you, no not at all Like, and then I've actually gotten well how do you like deal with life like what? Yeah, it's same. What way. does
1: that even mean? But you know, it's funny. Most most people. I, don't know, I, deal I with won't life. say most people, but everybody needs some sort of escape. I drink coffee. But well, my smoke thing is, vape nonsense, what are you escape? It. What are you escaping from? I love my life. Yeah, I'm I funny. love everything I do. I have, a, I have fun. Everywhere I go. Dude,
0: that's all I do is have fun and laugh. And, like, I meet, pe-
1: everything. I meet people and they're like, yo, you never did drugs a day in your life? I'm like, never. I've never smoked a cigarette. I can't say that. I don't do any of that. And I can't, I can't name one other person that can say that.
0: Right.
1: And people, I'm 43 years old. People don't believe. Yo, you've never gotten high? You've never smoked weed? I'm like, no, never. Right. And they're, like, blown away by that. And, like, people come up to me
0: like, Yo, you see the Giants last night? I'm like, I have no. I, it I is a little watch, bit odd knowing you know? knowing that you're from Bay Ridge and yeah, element man. and the time frame. Sure. You know, I mean, I mean, you, I mean, you came up the same. I mean, dude, we're the same age. Dude, so. I
1: was the only sober guy. In it's a like on the keg corner keg with Timberlands and 40s and blunts, all fucking boys Of course, day. everyone I was with did that.
0: Exactly, me
1: too. Everybody, I was, comp- I was all in. Everybody, yeah. I'd be the guy in the park in the keg party with the Snapple. I'd all be right. the only sober guy there.
0: All right. We, I'd be one of the jerk offs It'd be fucking 10 degrees below zero Windy Outside on the corner Drinking a cold ass 40 And smoking a joint That I'm not even smoking Because the wind is smoking Because the wind is smoking for you But you're, but you're out there Because But you're on the corner Repping You're repping Because all we gotta the, be there you, you gotta rep Like fucking seven assholes of On a corner <laughs> Of course Of <laughs> course Yeah But
1: you know what it is That's what you did That's what you did Kids don't go outside anymore Yeah it's, it's sad It's sad It's fucking sad Like you know what's crazy Like you see kids today like not even kids get on the train at any time of the day with other people. Everybody's on the phone. Absolutely. Every single person. Yeah. It doesn't matter what race, color, creed, nope. age. Nope. Everybody's on the phone. Yeah. Everybody's fucking disconnected from society. Everyone is. So you and you say to yourself, "Is this is program? This is program?
0: Absolutely, program.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah." They don't want people you. don't want to hear that, or people hear that and they just go whatever, and they just go about it. They right? don't want you to be paying attention, right? They don't. You know what they do? They give you sports, yeah. they give you politics, yep. to distract you of from course. what's going on, absolutely. And that's
0: that's a shame. And I, I and most people suck it up and get spoon fed. And I can't. And, and it's so weird. Like, what is it about me or you that doesn't? feed into that like, because what, what what is it about us that we don't subscribe I'll to I put any it this way
1: I grew up in a family where a lot of my family were alcoholics right and I watched that and I said no right
0: I have a cousin no it's not even that I'm right. talking about like like I'm talking sure. about like the the getting involved with all the fucking blah 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 with politics and this and that and this I step back and I'm like but you know what the- I think logically I'm like all right dude I'm like I'm not going to get very political here at all Because no, at we the don't end want of the day, to- it doesn't yeah. fucking matter Exactly It doesn't matter But it's They're like, selected, not elected Right, and it's like, okay Trump and his wall Alright, it took us 15 years to build the fucking Freedom Tower Even if he gets in for another second term That's eight years The size of the wall How long is that? It's going to take like 50 years to build the fucking wall The wall's not happening. Yeah, of course. The wall's just not going to happen. And even if it does happen, which it won't, there's tunnels that are already built. uh, Yeah, of course. So everyone, the wall, the wall. Why are you getting wrapped up into all this shit when it's just... Just stop and think and shut your mouth for a second. You know what
1: the thing is? A lot of people don't stop and think. Everybody... You know what it is? I don't give a fuck about any politician. Me neither. Trump, killery or any of the rest of these fucking JoJo's. Yeah. But the thing is... I watch the thing that really fucking scares me is is you know to drive a car you need a license. Right. You got to pass a road test. Right. Right? You got to know your blood alcohol test. Right. What the fuck do you need to vote? Nothing. Nothing. When I came to this school
0: to vote? Right. They didn't even ask you for ID. Is that not a joke? Yeah, it's a that's joke. a fucking joke, it dude. Is. You should be able, you should be able, this there's a quote I don't know who said it. It's probably a mis. It's probably misquoted now, but it's something like you know, if, if voting actually mattered, they wouldn't let you do it. If voting yeah. made a difference, they wouldn't let and you do true. it. That's true. You know what I mean? And how come you can't vote on your phone? How, how come? How come you have to go to a place know. into a machine? that could be easily tampered with... But how many times in your life did you hear, oh, we have to recount the votes? Recount the ballots? Hanging... Remember 2004? Hanging chads? No one even knew what a hanging chad... No one even knew what a chad was. But it turned out that if you... You know, it, when it punched out you the person that you voted for, if the whole piece of paper it wasn't punched didn't out punch totally. out yeah. all the way, and it was just hanging, that wasn't really counted. Uh, yeah. hanging. It's like really, dude? You could I could go online tomorrow and re-register my car and my license, this, that, and the other thing, but you can't vote from your phone.
1: But like I said, they're selected, not elected. Does your vote really fucking matter? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. You know what Politics are all corrupt. Everyone's fucking got to get their pockets greased. Of course, it's been that way for hundreds of years. Yeah,
0: and people think that they represent. But you know what the crazy thing is,
1: though? The telephone makes people into these politicians now. Oh, Trump, this oh, and that. Yeah. Everyone's an expert on everything. So my my thing is, I, I watched I watched this video a while ago, and it was I forget what news station it was, but they went to an anti-Trump rally, but they didn't go in support of Trump or in not support of Trump. Right. They went just with a microphone just to get the crowd's feedback on what was going on that day. Right. So they go out and they're interviewing. Oh, you know, we're here, you know, just to see what's going on with this anti-Trump rally. You know, how do you feel? And fuck Trump.
0: Uh, oh, and then the guy wow, was like, isn't that profound? And the
1: guy was like, well, OK, well, how do you feel about, you know, his involvement with Russia or uh, any of his foreign relations? Uh, fuck Trump.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like, but there was nothing to be said no, behind there's, that. There's nothing. Said. Right? It's all just raw, no. But raw, this. Raw no. Matter. But the scariest part was though. Is the video was like 28 minutes long, mm-hmm. and as he's going through the crowd, not one person could articulate a conversation. Of course not. About anything. No. They just were like parrots. Of course. Now that's a microcosm in a large spectrum. Right. Now, like I said, like I'll go back to when you want to move a vehicle. You gotta get a license. Sure. You gotta pass a test. Yeah. You gotta do a road test. Yeah. You don't need anything to fucking vote. Mm -hmm. That should, you you should at least have to know something about politics to be able to make an educated decision on what you feel the future holds. Right. It's all identity politics right now. So the fact that you could just push a button. Right. You don't even know about, you know, local legislation. No. You don't know about anything, but you can still... How is your... How does your vote count?
0: Right. It doesn't. It's bullshit. It's all nonsense. It's all bullshit. Yeah. That's what I said. You know, like
1: when my buddy... My buddy in council says to me, you know, which we, we're trying to raise money and, and get some... We have public funding and we're trying to, like, clean up the park house. And he tells me, you know, if I wanted to do a, a toilet bowl in my own house, it'd be $350, but in the park it'd be 3500 Right. I said that's because it's fucking corrupt as shit. And everyone's getting their pocket greased, of and he agreed with me.
0: Yeah, this is a guy in politics. I know. I think. I think we know who. Yeah, we, who we know.
1: I'm about. not mentioning names, but yeah. Why does that cost three fifty and that cost $3,500? Right. Yeah, because
0: everyone's it's fucking, fucking corrupt. corruption. Yeah, nobody. If you're politician. Nobody's righteous.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. And you know what the thing is though? Like I, we were talking before. Somehow, in this day and age, the truth is shunned upon. Of course. Yeah. When I was growing up, my mother always told me, always tell the truth because you don't have to remember it like a lie. Right. Right? right. Yeah. And, I mean, the truth's out, set you free and all the rest of this, whatever, whatever. Yeah, slogans. But when did the truth become obsolete?
0: Yeah. Actually, I, I think it, there's a band called All Out War and they have a record called Truth in the Age of Lies. And it's just like... Yeah. You know, you're you're insane. If you're insane, or you're a racist, or you're this, or you're that, you almost you speak, feel like you're in bizarro world. Yeah. If you speak fact, regardless of that fact, you could be labeled something. Like and I'm it's the, like, dude. All I'm doing is telling the absolute. Like I'm am the type
1: of person where like the truth sometimes sucks. Where, like, like if person. I say, if I say something, it's not my opinion. Right. It's a fact.
0: Right. And
1: then I would love for you to say, you know what, that's not true because of this and this and this and this. No, you,
0: you just called something.
1: And no, no, just, but, but let's You've have let, But let's have dialogue. Right. Tell me why you feel this way and how you feel this is not the truth. Oh, yeah. And maybe I could learn something from you. Because the smartest man can learn from the stupidest man. True. Always remember that. So, not saying anybody's smarter or stupider than whoever else, but bring something to the, the table. table. Exactly. Not like, I don't want to have an argument, but let's have a discussion.
0: All right. Well, well that's Let's also. have a
1: discussion.
0: Right. Yeah, g- good luck Talk with that, to though. me. Good luck with that in 2019. You can't do it. Especially on either the East Coast or the West Coast, because the See, my thing is, I don't think it's about any geographical location. I think it's, it's
1: just, it's everywhere. It's like a plague. Ignorance is like a plague, man.
0: Oh, absolutely. It doesn't matter where you are. Yeah, and phones don't help. You, you, you have phone, phone. Is it, phone is the enabler yeah, you to have, get your things like Instagram
1: and Facebook yeah. that's your platform sure if you took away somebody's platform mm-hmm. would you take away their opinion to a certain extent I don't know I don't know but well, at, don't least, know. at least they don't have they don't have an outlet to voice that like anymore. yeah when I went to high school and we were dressed head to toe in polo yeah. and one person noticed that was my audience alright and then when that audience grew I would go crazier with the outfits (laughs) and then there were points where i wouldn't go to school unless i had something new to wear right because now i had an audience right it's all about the audience right with anything in life if nobody recognizes you it goes unheard right but as one person one person picks up and follows with that you have your audience right doesn't matter how small or how large you have an audience
0: yeah like the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast.
1: Yeah, you have, you have a, an audience.
0: You have, yeah, you have now an audience, and people. And so do you.
1: I don't have a. You have like audience. a half fan club over yeah. here, Tom. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah. Tell everybody I know that I have a fan club. They'd be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, you know what the thing is? It, it, it's true. Like you, you built something. You built this podcast. I didn't. I never did a podcast in my life. I just talk shit freely in the wind. You know what I mean? That's all
0: I do here is talk shit.
1: <laughs> but you're like... Yo, I all need I to... do is talk shit and press record. You're like, I need you to come over here and, and tell stories. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Well, tell well some well, well, people were
0: asking, where's, where's fucking yeah. Tommy Rebel? And I'm, I'm like, all right, it. well, listen. That's why I was breaking checkbook. got to <laughs> come back on.
1: I'm here, baby. Call me
0: up. I'm here. That's it. Well, good shit. I'm well, here. listen, like we were saying before, Mr. Private Figure on Instagram.
1: Private Figure. If you want... Not a public if figure. If you want to hit up
0: Tommy... You go to Instagram and.
1: Just send the bat signal to Bay Ridge and you'll find me. It's a, he's Tommy Holiday. Because every Instagram. day is a vacation. Exactly. Every day is a vacation. Word. So, do you have any central booking stories before we leave this podcast?
0: Really? I have a quick one. Tell um, me a quick one and I'll give you a quick I'll give you a long one. All right. Well, it can't be too long. We're almost at two hours already. Shut up, two hours. What does that mean? We do three, four hours. Yeah, it's not a problem. Man, listen, I got fucked. I'm going to be driving around I'm Bad, Bad be, Beach. I'm going to be driving yeah. around Bad Beach for 14 hours. Bath
1: Beach. A that's up. a neighborhood you don't hear about anymore. That's uh, where I live. I think they erased that name off the public directory. Oh,
0: Bath what, Beach. Yeah, I live in Bad Beach. That's like bitch.
1: White Sands. You ever heard of that neighborhood? No. That's where the Home Depot is now. It used to be called White Sands when it was bungalows back... That's a little history for you. That's,
0: that's right that's right next to Coney Island. White house. Sands. I was there Sunday. Yeah, I, man. I was, there in some, I was there on Sunday.
1: Um, so tell me your central booking story.
0: I think I, to, I, think I told it... I might have told it on uh, one of the podcasts. Have, have you ever on? eaten a cheese sandwich? No. Have you ever eaten a bologna sandwich? No.
1: Did you say you were Muslim? No. Did you have a chocolate milk?
0: No. Ah. I ate four oranges. Four oranges. I ate four oranges. I got arrested out of Kingsborough in 1994 for the graffiti. For
1: the graffiti Look and at s- you.
0: graffiti slash assault. Assault.
1: Yes. What about a pepper?
0: Hey! <laughs> Look at that! It's getting late, folks. We're getting silly. Um. Yeah. So there was. I, I was. I was writing all over Kingsborough. I remember um, that story. Yeah, and then one dude busted me. Eventually, I, I think I told all the story. There's sitting, always one dude, right? There's one fucking guy. It was a security guard, and he looked at me, and then he took a double take, and and I had just written, I just had just wrote a tag on a on a, ra- on a radiator on the way up, and I was sitting there waiting for my military history class to let out, so it was my next class. One thing leads to another. I get arrested. Like, fuck, they call the cops and everything. So you have Kingsborough Security and you have whatever precinct that is, the NYPD. Sure. In cahoots with each other. Yeah, so they're on the fucking campus. And it just so happened that there's mad classes. Like, it's within fucking... You know, classes are sure, building. Sure. You know, there's mad people going from building to building. Chir- building. Chir- so there's me. There's like six cop cars, oh. all the security, and me in handcuffs. You feel like a rock star? Huh? Oh, this is funny. <laughs> it's, it's like, well, a criminal rock star, right? So I wind up going to Central Book, and They wanted to. They asked me who writes Virus, and I, I honestly, I didn't even know who the guy was. He gets sick. I honestly, I didn't even know who he was. And even if I didn't know, I wasn't going to tell him anyway. Exactly. But I honestly didn't even know who he was. So I'm like, I really don't fucking know. So, all right, we're gonna press charges. Do what you gotta do. So, I wound up going through. I wound up going through the system, and it was. I think it was a Wednesday because I'm like, "Fuck, man! Like, if I don't go see the fucking judge by Friday, I'm fucked until my fucking Monday," you know? So this sucks. So, I'm in there, and there's I'm sitting on one of the benches, and there's a dude that's sitting, laying underneath the bench, and he's, like, kicking dope. He's probably some homeless dude. He's fucking shit. Well, cheap. I really
1: got, I got a similar story. He's wow. fucking
0: kicking dope, the fucking little, to- there's mad people in this fucking hole, and so there's probably about fucking 70 people in this fucking thing It's packed. Oh, I've been there. And there's yeah, a fucking, there. the, to- the one toilet bowl is stopped up, and there's fucking piss. And there's one dude who was lactose intolerant. He was a homeless crackhead guy, and he has his pants that's down. A, that's
1: an invented term, by the way. It is. That what? wasn't around thirty years ago. No. What? What?
0: Lactose, lactose intolerance
1: didn't exist thirty years ago.
0: Well, well, listen to Chris Rock on bring the pain. You think people in fucking Rwanda got a fucking lactose intolerance? Rwanda? No. That's not even around anymore. Right? No. Well, no. See. Now it's Wakanda. The, of they invented it is. Wakanda. Right. So now. So, like, there's this one dude who's spilling shit out of his ass. He's fucking pissing out of his ass, and he's holding his stomach, and he's like, yo, it's that milk, it's that, I remember it vividly, and... I just remember sitting there and I was fucking miserable. And at the time, my jerk off stepfather had a friend of a friend who worked in the court and put my paperwork on top, so I was out the next day. God bless. And then I wound up going back to Kingsborough, and they fucking hit me with all kinds of fucking fines. And was,
1: monetary charges. Yeah, but it was like 800. I don't
0: even remember. I want to say it was sure. somewhere like 700 and something dollars. And for some weird Restitution. reason. Restitution. I fucking pulled money right out of my fucking pocket and smacked them in the mouth. And with peeled it. off like $800 bills. Was like here. And they looked at me like. What the fuck I was like here Here's your fucking money Can I go back to class now Yeah And that was that And I wound up having to do Community service In Marine Park With that kid dast. Ah, I met that kid there. That was funny. the first and only time I ever met him, but I remember talking with him and I only wound up doing one day and then I was supposed to do like a month or some shit like that. And I never did it. And I always got I always wondered if it was gonna fuck me up going into the Air Force because they ran my record and for some reason I slipped through the cracks. Wow. And I was able to I got away with not doing community service. Wow. Court ordered and everything. That's crazy. So that's like my abridged version of fucking central Bucket. So I have done several
1: tours in Vietnam. I mean uh, central Bucket. Right. Right. <laughs> So one time I, I, get, I get locked up. I forget what for, because it was such a frequent thing at one point. Right. So we go in, we get locked up, and uh, there's a guy in the back, still in handcuffs, in the cell. He's got two pairs of pants on, and he's pissing in the cell. Nice. Right? I'm like, holy shit, the guards come in. They start clubbing this fucking kid. Oh, boy. They rip him out of the fucking cell. I'm like, oh, my God. So we're in there with like 175,000 other people. It <laughs> smells like asshole. What, what, right? what, what day of the week was it? I don't remember. Probably a Thursday or Wednesday or some shit. So we're in there. We're like, yo, this place sucks. Right? So anyway, there's a guy on the metal toilet with, that has no toilet seat or anything
0: else. Right, no, it's just a He's metal He's
1: squeezing fucking- shit out of his ass that's like water... He's throwing up at the same time, so he's shitting, turning around, throwing up, shitting, turning around, throwing up. Uh, I'm like, wh- I'm like, what the fuck did I do to come here? Why am I here? Why am I here? Right, right. So the craziest shit was, this dude takes the, the takes the clear bag out of the garbage, uh, right? Yeah. And you know when you throw milk in there, the little milk beads a little. Uh, he uses the fucking garbage bag as a blanket.
0: Uh, yo, the guard. Yo, yo,
1: the guards come in and take it away. I was like, yo, that's the foulest shit ever. <laughs>
0: right? Because it was
1: freezing in Central Booket for some reason. Always freezing.
0: It was. Right? Well, yeah, it's supposed to be comfy clothes. So, yo,
1: they take the fucking blanket from this dude. He's pissed off. Then there's an Asian guy on the bench, right? He gets up to make a phone call. Black dude goes and slips in his spot. Chinese guy makes the phone call, goes back and tells the black dude, yo, I, me sit here first. Uh, my seat, please. Oh, boy. So the black guy, sit your motherfucking ass on the fucking floor, chink. And I'm like, damn. So the Chinese guy just was like, what the fuck? So he sits on the floor. So the black dude I gets... I think you told this. Did I? So the black dude gets up, uses the phone. Did uh-huh. I tell the story?
0: I think so. The black, it's starting to
1: sound familiar. The black dude gets up, uses the phone, the Chinese guy goes and sits back down. Right, all is well. The Black dude's like yo, give my seat, to me 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 one me first. has yes. you sit floor, mm-hmm. right? The black dude says, That's and, a heavy Chinese. and the Chinese the guy goes fucking back out <laughs> and knocks the black dude into fucking next Tuesday. Nice for yo. So then I'm then I'm in Central Booking in Queens, right? We get busted doing pieces in a derelict ditch. We had some meeting with binoculars, like it was like some stakeout shit. Huh. So we go we go to Central Booking and it's another miserable experience. So they kick us out of bookings and they put us in some second chance program like a heroin addict. Right. So I go for, I go in front of these board of trustees, right? And I was always a fucking loud mouth They sit me in front of this guy. He's like, "Well, your charges are making graffiti and possession of graffiti instruments and doing this and another guy walks in and he's like, Do you know how much damage you kids cost us? Oh, God. And he goes on to this whole spiel, right? And I don't say anything at first. And he goes off on this whole spiel. So when he's done, I said, listen, buddy. I appreciate you coming in here. I said, you give me a five-gallon bucket of fucking buff paint. I could buff that whole thing. Yeah. For fucking 30 bucks. So, these astronomical numbers you're coming out with, I said, save the rhetoric. Yeah, really. I said, where we were painting there was derelict cars and crackheads. So, uh, it wasn't in the community, buddy. All right? So, save it. Right. All right? Let me do whatever I got to do to get the fuck out. Yo, this guy gets irate and leaves. Right? So, anyway. So, they put me on community service. One of my community services was Coney Island. Right? I'm like, fuck. Oh, fucking love Coney Island. Let me go do community service in the train station. <laughs> yeah. And that that's when Stillwell Avenue was a shithole. Yeah. Right? It wasn't when it was new, like it is now. Right. So I'm taking the train to community service, right? And mind you, I was just at this chick's house f- the night before, right? So I have, like, brand new Air Maxes on, a steep tech jacket. I'm, like, still in fresh club clothes. Yeah. So I slept at her house, and I woke up to go to community service. And I'm on the train with my head on the window, looking at all the graffiti out the window. Yeah. So we pull into like King's Highway, and the entire station is full of detex. Oh. Like sixty detex, and I noticed that riding out to Coney Island, no trains are passing me. Right. Right. So we're like, yo, what the? Yo there's, yo, there's cops everywhere. At the back of the station, the trains in the station, maybe like ten feet, and there's a kid with his head. Cut in half. Oh fuck. On the edge of the platform and the blood is bleeding down the wall into the roadbed. Oh. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like Then there's another body on the fucking another kid's body on the rails. Oh
0: fuck.
1: I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Now mind you, everybody's standing around, this kid's bleeding out of his head. He's dead, but the blood is running down the wall. Oh fuck. I'm like, damn. They need they, their little kids, right? So I go do my community service, right? And every, everybody in community service looks like some neighborhood, grimy, dirty fucking dude. Yeah. And here I come in fresh clothes, deep tech, and fucking Air Maxes, yeah. right? <laughs> so they pick, like, I'll take this one, this one, this one, and this one. So this big fat white guy goes, yeah, I'll take this one, and this one, and this one. And he picks me, right? So as we're walking up, he's like, look, I don't care what you do. Just mop the floor in the bathroom And mop the floor in the facility room He goes, do a good job You get the fuck out of here, you understand? Fucking beautiful He's like, you get the fuck out of here Beautiful He's, He only told me that to me, though So I'm like, yo, bro, I, I got you, bro I'll do the I'll, I'll buff the fucking tables, brother You right. know what I'm saying? So I go into the bathroom, right? And you got all the modemen in there Modemen in there So they're like, oh, what'd you do, kid? I'm like, nah, whatever I'm just here doing community service Like, come on, what'd you do, kid? I was, he, I was like, graffiti Right. Right? And the guy's like, oh man, what do you write? What do you write? Oh, shit. And they're all like fans, like they don't even know who I am. Right. Right? So I played the game with him. He's like, I, he's like, I, I drive the end train. I'm like, so you know who I am? He's like, Revs. I'm like, no. He's like, uh Smith. I'm like, no. But those are legends. Yeah. Uh I'm like, you know, you know where the end train comes to 59th Street and pops out? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, when it goes to 8th Avenue, I'm like, whose name is huge on the wall, on the big wall? He's like, Opie. I'm like, you're close. Close. I was like, who's in the middle? He's like, I don't know. It's like two or three guys with big ones, big, huge ones. I said, who's in the middle? I said, he goes, come on, what do you write? What's your name? I'm like, Rebel. He's like, you're the guy, yeah, all right, uh, I've seen that before, uh, and he's like, he's like super, like a super fan, he's like, yo, that's so cool, man, uh-huh. he's like, oh, man, you got caught, that sucks, man, you're gonna stop doing it, I'm like, I'm, I don't know, yeah. so, but he's like, yo, man, I drive the train, he's like, I'm on the Q, he's like, I'm on the F, he's like, I do the N, he's like, yo, this guy revs, man, he's got every fucking pillar in the goddamn subway, dude. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, man. He puts in a lot of it. He's like, yo, no, man. He's like, yo, I'm on the train over here. I'm over there. He's like, he writes his diary in the tunnels. I mean, this guy was a
0: fan, dude. I'm yeah. like,
1: that's so cool. That normal people enjoy this shit. It, it, was, it was really cool. Nice. But yeah, like every time like you were in Central Book and you either saw some wild, crazy, weird dude. Uh-huh. Or you like linked with a cat. Yeah. I remember I, we got caught in Queens. Jesus. In like 91, 92. Uh-huh. And uh, in community service, you know how you you know there's like another writer. Yeah, but you don't see anything because you're all getting back together. You know, it's like it's like cheating in fucking summer school. Everyone's there because they're stupid, right? You know. <laughs> so I fucking I'm with this guy. So we start we start talking, right? And he's like, Yo, what are you here for? I'm like graffiti. He's like, Get yeah, me too. I'm like, What do you write? He's like, Psy FPV. I'm like, Oh shit, you're a queen. I've seen that before. Yeah. I'm like rebel. He's like, Oh yeah, Brooklyn, right? Yeah. So he had a mini on him. So when we had a walk from worksite to worksite, we're copping tags on fucking poles. Nice. I'm like, bro, but we're in here for this. What are we doing? He's uh-huh. like, bro, come on. No one, no one cares. No, no one cares. So I remember it was so cool because he used to said the I into the E. I was like, wow, that's fucking fresh. I remember you from uh-huh. FPV, Fast Paced Vandals. Nice. I'm like, and that's a hundred years ago, man. That's I remember crazy. that. Real cool, though. But Central Booking was always a wild time. Always fun.
0: Always wild. Point Skimmerhorn. The tombs. Beautiful. 100%. The tombs. The tombs. Tommy
1: Tombs. No, not me. Don't mention my name with that. (laughs) Not, not, not at all. Nice. Cool man. Yeah, man. So episode three. Episode three. Tommy Rebel track three. Ramblings. Ramble, ramblings. The ramblings of the of the rebel. Ramblings of a widow. That's good shit, man. Well, listen, we, we <laughs> rambled for fucking two hours. Rambling. I'm just a rambling man. That's good shit. Just a rambling man. Oh,
0: good. I think. Th- I think that I have to fucking. I have to hit up Mona, and then I'll, I, I think. Th- I think you'll do. You'll do an episode four, but with Mona. No, we know what
1: happened. we got to do. We got we to get a few guys in here that, that, that do like crazy stuff and have, just go back and forth, have a cipher. Let's, I think that's how we should do one.
0: Let's do it. Yeah. Listen, uh, any graffiti writers that are listening because Tommy fucking Holiday tagged you all over the place. I didn't tag anybody. Well, well, well now they did because they were listening to this already. <laughs> We're in podcast time, Tom. Do I do I put the pound sign next to everything? No, it's the at mention thing. Oh the at mention The, the Swirly A. Swirly A. Yeah. So my daughter calls a it. A in a shell. Yeah. A in a shell. Yeah, something like that. So yo, any like any like and I don't want no fucking no you know somebody who has ups. It doesn't matter. You should always have fun with it. Yeah, but somebody
1: who can fucking tell stories. I got a lot of weirdo guys to tell stories. All
0: right, so, so let's, let's reconvene. Yes, it'll we be, will. It would be dope if we can get a bunch of writers with Mona. Yeah, that's what we should do. That would be dope. Have a little cipher with cat and mice. Should we bring cheese? Bring all kinds of cheese. <laughs> Whatever kind of cheese. We'll figure it out. Well, good shit. Listen. Follow this fucking podcast everywhere on social media at the Brooklyn Blast Furnace and all your fucking, wherever you listen to your podcast, at the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. The only thing that's different is Twitter. That's Blast Furnace NYC. And follow this guy over here only on Instagram at Tommy Holiday. And that's that. That's that. All right. We're over here now, Tommy.
1: We're over there.
0: Later.